pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Rock 101 Sports presents the Red Raider Outfitter Rockin' Pregame. Starring Pete Christie, Jared Johnson, Sean Dillon, and host of the Rockin' Pregame, Jeff Scott. He's not 100%, but he's definitely getting better. I've got to get him to, to not take some shots that he takes at times. But, you know, at the same time as a coach, you know, like on that fourth and one where he took a shot there, I mean, we got to get a first down in that situation. Um, but he's getting better, man. And, again, I think you're just going to continue to see him, him rise. Who's he talking about there? Baron Morton. Okay. I just heard my name, and then he said all those things. I was like, man, I haven't taken a lot of shots. Life's been tough. Thank you for acknowledging it. Yeah. Different, like a different shots. Yeah, yeah, I was like, wow, I don't know who he's talking about, but I'm going to think he's talking about me there. Yeah, life, life's really got me down lately. You know? All so, we need is a mention of mama. <laughs> Not your anger shots. Yeah. Pete, let me just say, the, the shades you're wearing today, a little different. I like them. They're cool, but it, they give you sort of a – Nuclear scientist vibe. He looks European to me. As yeah, he like. she really. blinded me with science, That's, baby. Yeah, it's like Thomas, yeah. some Thomas Dolby Thomas, action I going on think there. Of his yeah. Name. Yeah. yeah, very nice. Uh, anyway, good to see you there, Pete. Sean, you going to take a picture of that yeah, posted on Rock and I don't know. I've got some different ones that I don't wear that much either. But anyway. <laughs> Uh, you got your normal ones on there, I guess, right? <laughs> well, man, it, well, no, I just mean, I, I mean, that's his shades he usually wears, right? Wait, it looks cool. No, I like them. This is getting awkward fast. <laughs> no, no, I love them. This is like I'm a just, new record for us. I'm just saying, I feel like, I just feel like. Look at the shirt he's wearing. I like it. You and me are wearing different shades. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah. Jarrett's got his normal shades that he wears. The future is so bright, we got to wear, wear shades. shades. That's right. Well, coming up today on the Red Raider outfit of Rock and Free Game. <laughs> Oh, boy. We'll break down the New York fashion runway. <laughs> and when, if, if we can get done with that, we've got former Red Raider Sir Roderick Thompson breaking down Taj Brooks, the future for football. Jarrett will break down who is winning recruiting between UCF and Texas Tech. This is one of my favorite features I've been doing on the show is this, the opponent yeah. and doing the, re, the recruiting comparison. Just, I love that. Thanks. Real quick, they had the, just a, as a preview, they had the top two comp, uh, classes for 2024 in the new Big 12. Both O-Tech and UCF. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. We'll also discuss Red Raider and Lady uh, Raider basketball after their wins, plus special guests and more uh, breaking down offense, defense. We'll do some rocking predictions, rock or roll, and get you ready for the game, of course, which uh, comes up this afternoon at the uh, rare start time of 4 o'clock. But first, what is the rockin' pregame without a rockin' reality check? Checking the pulse of Red Raider Nation with our rockin' reality check. All right, Pete. You got those cool shades on. Why don't you make it happen? I also want to mention uh, expected to stop by today. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles, Zach McPherson, uh, messaged me and said he'll be coming by. Oh, nice. Uh, he's back in town, uh, you know, rehabbing. And, so you're going to uh, be there Monday night, though, for the game, or is he not? Uh, I am playing the Chiefs. I'm That's not a great as, Monday night matchup. Not as injured. Not as well, travel he's injured, but I'm saying he's going to be at the game. Agent. I understand he's injured. I'm not his assistant. <laughs> I don't even know where he is right now, Jeff. You know, so you're also, really not the sports guru. Okay, I got it. Thanks for clearing me up on like that. I thought you knew everything. Ladies and gentlemen, Pete Christie does not know everything about <laughs> sports. Get him on the phone. Breaking Zach, news. Don't come by. This radio show stinks, man. We don't need you. Uh, right. Anyway. Now, go um, ahead. I got to tell you. That was you. uncalled for. What? That was what you just said. <laughs> well, <I> mean, <laughs> 
We got. Come on, we're the best, dude. I'm oh. Hey, I'm not angry today. I'm super pumped, dude. In fact, I'm wondering if I'm on some hypogenics or, or psychedelics because I am super pumped for the opportunity for the Red Raiders to go to six and five today, which is absolutely insane to me. But I'm pumped, man. Uh, uh, Joey McGuire and Tech are uh, five and one uh, in November. And uh, I, I'm excited. I, I, you know, both teams five and five today. This is a bowl game. You got to bring it. You got to get it done. And I know this year hasn't gone like everybody thought. It, it has, has been rough at times. But I just want to remind you, six years ago today, similar situation, Texas Tech lost on senior day on this day to TCU 27 to 3. Texas Tech Ugh. fell to 1 in 27 when trailing at the half under Cliff Kingsbury, and they fell to one in four on senior day under Cliff Kingsbury. With that said, the future is bright, and I'm excited, and I think these guys are going to, are going to bring it today with a sellout crowd, too. I'm reminded of a game on senior day, Texas Tech versus Kansas State, when John Jerry Washington went off, and Tech ran for like 250 yards, beat Kansas State. It's the last time they beat Kansas State, and that got them bowl eligible. Wasn't on this day, I don't think. But it's a little more positive than that. Uh, just I want you, I mean it's not like I, I searched that. It comes up on you know your, your memories on Facebook or I wouldn't have remembered Look that. Up game. The most Plus negative I, 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 I have a picture of Nick Shimanich on that post. So uh, don't even remember that game. Me neither. Yeah. All but, right. But hey, I'm excited. I'm excited. I couldn't tell. So excited. Man, you need some sort of a tranquilizer or something. You're, you're <laughs> I like, me I like out, the man. 4 o'clock game. <laughs> do you really? Yeah, because we're, we'll be done by 8 or so, and I, I can still go do stuff. When's the last 4 o'clock kickoff? I don't think it's I don't like even it. Is it ever happened. happened? I don't I don't remember that ever happened. It's right. very rare. But that's it's on FS2, and I guess that somehow fits into the FS2. I, I figured they must have scheduled uh, some kind of medical uh, infomercials, and they end at 4. <laughs> that's, right. so that's why they decided that's to. The yeah. flow be or something. Right, yeah. <laughs> How many games have you haircut. watched on FS2? Um, well, not a lot, actually. Because yeah. no, they're always showing medical uh, <laughs> <laughs> infomercials, yeah. No, um, but no, reality check, though. No, I'm excited for the game today. It's a nice football kind of day. And the it 4 o'clock thing, you're right. I kind of, I do kind of like that. But I get what you're saying because, you know, you got a nice, uh, it's not too early. You get to have, a tail, if you're tailgating, yep. you got to do breakfast. Probably do a little uh, pregame uh, meal after the game. It's not going to be too late, so you can still have some tailgate fun. So it's probably the optimum time for tailgate. It is. I can you still get, get out, to a still dinner go home, and watch nine. some more games tonight. You I'm going to get so. a steak tonight if they win. I'm yeah. already prepared. It's also really. What kind of steak? A steak with blue cheese and bacon on it. Of course, you oh, are. At, at a great a place, which I'm not going to name. What are you going mean, to get great. if they lose? What's that? What are you going to eat if they lose? A steak with blue cheese uh, on it. No, I'll probably just go to Burger King or something. Wow, that's a big difference. Yeah, so I'm you're be the guy. <laughs> be wow. I have not been to Burger King in a long time. I didn't know what to name, but I would eat something crappy because I'm going to feel crappy. All right. Well, that's that's <laughs> troubling. But anyway, oh, yeah. Somebody mentioned the 4 o'clock kickoff is perfect for people driving. I mean, let's face it, a lot of the fans are driving in from Dallas. Right. Or wherever, Good point. You know? Good point. So it's, it's a perfect time. It's even better than 3. Yeah, no, it's it's funny just because, I, yeah, I don't think it's ever happened. But I at first I was like, 4? But the more I got to thinking about it, I, I thought I, I think I kind of actually like it. So anyway, so it's great football atmosphere tonight. I guess you got Smash Mouth over on the Raider Alley today. Smash they, Mouth, yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 Smash Mouth. You're an old yeah. star. 
Pete. Go play. Hey, now. Pete's leaving. Here, no? He just yeah. put his microphone down, his headset down. And then, uh, didn't their lead singer die, though? That's, that's what I was yeah. just mouthing. Yeah. Oh, I didn't, right, yeah. That's what I was trying to say. Uh, uh, I was, I was trying, Yeah, I was. Yeah, I think okay. they, they said to bring in uh, somebody else who's singing. It, Adam, I, I don't know. By I the mean, way, Adam Lambert is killing it with Queen. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> Boy, it's gotten really uncomfortable, Jeff. All right. Well, that's cool. Thank you, Pete. That's great. Um, not Freddie Mercury, but he's doing a good no, job. He's, he's, he's admirable. Yeah, exactly. He's a, he's a solid replacement. One more thing, too. Yes, <laughs> Dolly Parton <laughs> went into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. She got a new album out. Right. She's got a duet with Steve Perry. Yeah. Why didn't his ass just stay in Journey? That upsets me. So but I, you know what, Pete? I listened to that with great anticipation, and, and I thought that he, his vocals have clearly d- deteriorated. Yeah, and I've heard and, that. And but I, I love Steve Perry, man. But I like that he's still out there efforting. Yeah. But, but good it's, for Dolly. it's probably good for uh, what, what, Good, Arnell Pinedo, whatever his name is. The was guy the album that, good? Um, it's Dolly Parton singing rock songs, so you tell me. <laughs> she does do a bunch so of So you're duets, saying right? that's like yeah. me He's doing weather. Yeah, there's, and, uh, yeah, say, there's <laughs> Kevin Cronin from REO Speedwagon. That'd be like me doing weather, like Colin Mertz and, and Mudflap. Right, see, yeah. exactly. How hard is see? it to do the yeah, weather, there you though. go. You know what I mean? Like, no offense to weatherman out there. <laughs> you know what? For like, Watch yourself. For like boxing well, day, you should this do too. the weather. Anybody who knows me knows that a weatherman will be like, hey, how hard is it to do what you do? I'm, I'm going to make honest. a quick okay, singer. Yes. At least well, and if you're wrong, who cares? I mean, like, people, right. you're wrong. You're expected to be wrong. The only the time, time exactly. I'm going to make this zinger, at least they don't make it up. Okay. Oh, the Fox Sports oh. sideline reporter. Did you, did you oh, read her? Did, ex- is that what I was implying? Yeah. Did you read her explanation? What she ended up saying, all I know is she's pretty hot. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even remember her name, which is we should probably have that. Carissa Thompson. I'm looking up. Okay, there you go. Yeah, yeah. But no, she just said basically that uh, if she hadn't talked to a coach, she would just say if it was like if they were 0 for 7 on third down, she would say they need to obviously focus on improving on third down. She wouldn't attribute it to a coach. But she shouldn't have said on a podcast that I just made up stuff on the sideline. Right, I mean, I, right. Yeah, I thought that was a weird, weird, uh, it was a weird flex, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it was a odd flex. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just make up stuff in tech recruiting. Can you imagine me right, saying that? Yeah. Yeah. That's okay, right? Right, or, yeah. They're in on 25 stars. It'd be uh, unprecedented. <laughs> it's, no, be um, 100 recruits in today. <laughs> there actually is a lot, and we'll cover yeah, that today. Right, yeah. Not quite 100, but it's a big weekend. 40 for plus, yep. Yeah. So we got that coming up this morning. Um, as far as rock and reality check, I don't know. We've, we've kind of stumbled around so many other issues this morning, <laughs> but but I like the fact that, uh, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm with you, Pete. I mean, yeah. I'm not terribly yeah. excited that we're struggling for a six win, but but. Yeah. It, but but when you step, you know, just step back from all of it, you know, the uh, quarterback injuries, all the things have happened. The fact you, you got to get bowl eligible to try to just at least keep some semblance of momentum for the future that it's heading in a direction that's positive. So you know, I, I think everybody's excited that you have a chance to six win. It's just not the kind of thing you want to be jumping for joy over. Like what it, that was not the expectation. Yeah, and I'm that's not jumping for joy, but. You remember the years with Come Cliff? On. They never won in November, ever. They right. went like 0 and 4. They, so. looked, they looked worse as right. the year went so, on. Right. So I mean, these yeah. are the games you got to win. Right. You got to be able to run the ball, and I think they're going to run the ball today. You got to. <laughs> I know we've talked about so many other issues. I, like I can't your remember shirt who. Too, by the way. You keep bringing up my shirt, man. Yeah. Well, it's nice. Go ahead and say what you mean. You don't like my shirt? No, I, I like do like shirt. it. It's I like the shirt. Not a puffy shirt. No, it's a, it's not. It's like, not a pirate shirt. No, but I like it. Okay. No, it's a nice shirt. It's a nice I just need your, you look I just at, need your shades, and then I'll really be. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, you'll be doing all kinds of calculus and uh, crazy uh, formulas and math. Yeah, that's they, not me. <laughs> no, I look, I, you know, I had high expectations for the team in yeah. terms of overall going to the season. But here's the thing that really stands out to me about this team and this group of guys and a lot of the seniors that are going to be honored today, a resilient group. They've won late in seasons. That big win over Iowa State two years ago to to get bowl eligible. Last year, the way they ended the season on a four-game winning streak, and then now they've won two in a row, and they have a really tough contest. I think it's it's going to be tougher than most people realize. UCF has won two in a row as well. Uh, they just blasted Oklahoma State 45-3. to uh, They have one of the best running backs in the country as well, and R.J. Harvey, one of the hottest uh, running backs in the nation, really. So that'll be a great matchup. I'm excited about today. I'm yes. much more excited about this game today than like going into the season, looking at the schedule, and seeing UCF kind of like, eh, well, at least that'll be something new. I mean, I think these are two teams obviously trending up. Both have won two in mm-hmm. a row, like I said, coming off wins over ranked opponents, and both of them are hungry for that for that bowl eligibility. So I think it's going to be a great game. I really do. Yeah, this is a game. I think the beginning of the season, people thought that this was going to be you know one of those you circle as a victory. But uh, ever since Plumley came back for UCF, they're a different team with him. And yeah. this, is, this is I don't think this is, be, this is not going to be an easy game. So we'll see. Four o'clock kickoff coming up today. Coming up next, it is our rocking interview. Former Red Raider Sir Roderick Thompson standing by. He'll join us here on the Rockin' pregame to discuss his time at Texas Tech and his uh, his friend in the backfield, Taj Brooks, and uh, you know what he's doing now, and update us on that and more. It should be good stuff. Coming up next here on the Red Raider Outfitter Rockin' Pregame, across from the Jones on Rock 101.1. The Rockin' Interview. All right, we are excited to have with us today former Red Raider running back Sir Roderick Thompson. And uh, Sir Roderick, thanks for thanks for being here today, man. Yeah, thank you. Good for to see you. Me. Thank you for having me. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. What's what's it like on a game day to uh, just be kind of hanging around and not getting ready for an actual game? Uh, it's definitely <laughs> different. You know, I ain't never did this before, so. <laughs> well, it's good to see a, you. A little bit of a learning experience. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure you talk to Taj Brooks all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. What, how have you thought how he's done this year, over 100 yards, all these games? I'm sure you're not surprised at all. Oh, yeah, I was just going to say that. I'm not surprised, like, one bit. All you got to do is just give him a rock and just let him, let him do what he does. Because um, we've been seeing this since, like, his freshman year. Because he got in uh, once me and X White got hurt. And uh, that just shows you his potential right there. He was ready for it. He was ready for the moment. And then he just did what he did. Does that make you feel good? Because you know your fingerprints are all over that. Just you know, you two are a duo. Uh, I'm not going. I'm not going to take no credit for that. He's doing his own thing. <laughs> yeah. But no, it, def- it definitely makes me feel good. That, um, just because, like, when you think about tech, you don't really think about running backs. Like, obviously, we had great ones. Um, it's too many in the name, yeah. but we had great ones, and so it was just like now we have another face of a, of a running back that can show people that like, yeah, we're out here. Yeah, and then Roger, take us to through your, your recruitment. We look when we have uh, former players and great uh, Red Raiders on. We like to ask them about who recruited them, any recruiting stories they could share, and all that. Uh, I mean, I don't really have any too like too many recruiting stories. It's just um, I remember I was recruited very late by Tech, and um, it was uh, Coach Jones came to my school and. Um, Shout out Coach Jones, that's my guy. But yeah, he came to my school. He should, he's told me that uh, Tech was very interested. And um, yeah, the next, I think the next time they came, that's when uh, Cliff came in there 
and he was in a nice little three-piece suit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I was like, whoa, he's clean. And then, um, yeah, we sat down, we talked, and uh, they got me on a visit, and then, yeah, I, I committed right on my visit. Like, I knew, like, this is pretty much where I wanted to be at. Do you remember who your host was and all that? Uh, Trey King. Trey, Trey King. King, all yeah. right, yeah. He, that was, that was cool my guy. mentor for a little bit, for sure. And then I remember the first time I saw you in person, because I didn't see you in high school, was I think fall camp, and it was a little drill, and you went up were matched up against Jordan Brooks, and you shook him in one of those. <laughs> I don't know what the name is. Everybody has a different name for it, but it was between a couple of uh, you know dummies, mm-hmm. and you shook him. And I was like, whoa, freshman, <laughs> freshman has a little wiggle here. He may yeah. be better than uh, what the recruiting services are saying and everything. Do you remember what it was like coming in here as a freshman? Uh, yeah, I was really, I was really nervous just because um, I was a, I was at a little 4A high school in uh, Irving, so. We even, I didn't really see too many big people. Like, I was one of the bigger people on my team. And then once I got here, I saw, like, everybody was, like, six foot plus. And that's totally different from where I was coming from. So, yeah. <laughs> and then um, just just that my freshman year, just that linebacking core that was there, like Jordan Brooks, Dakota Allen, um, Rico. Uh, we, and then we had some good freshmen in that class as well. It was just like, wow, these guys are legit, you know, so. Well, tell everybody what you're up to now. You were with Seattle. You are mm-hmm. on the practice squad. I know they called you up one game, but mm-hmm. what happened with all that? Uh, so, yeah, I was uh, – well, initially I started off with the Saints, and then um, I, I got cut, and, yeah. And then um, I went to Seattle for the preseason. Uh, I came, like, right before the first preseason game, and I was in practice. Um, they just told me – they told me to play right before I got there. I just started running, and then um, – I made a good first impression, and um, yeah, so so they let me um, they let me play in the preseason games, and uh, again I made another good impression. So I stuck around for a little bit, and then uh, injuries started piling up, just like you know we're in football. So uh, they had to get more play more people for different positions, and uh, we had a we had another running back come in who was on IR, and so yeah, that was my time there. So, Sir Roderick Thompson with us on the Rock and Pregame today. And you always talk about here, guys, talk about the, the jump from, you know, from high school to college and the speed and the size and those different things. Mm-hmm. What's, uh, how does that compare to the jump from college to the, to the pros as far as just speed and size and different things like that? I think the jump is bigger. Like, as crazy as that sounds, this is like, these are some of the best athletes in the world. So, like, they're de- like everyone is fast. Like, <laughs> like even yeah. like the, the six, seven, three hundred pounders—they're fast, and so yes. like it's a it's a tremendous difference between everything. Wow. What's the future hold for you? What do you want to do moving forward? Um, right now I'm just playing a uh, I'm just playing a waiting game, seeing what uh, what God has in store for me, and then um, after that is just doing what I have to do. Um, one day I definitely want to get into coaching. I felt like uh, that's been a passion of mine for a long time. And I've also had some really great coaches along the way, so they showed me the way, and I want to do that to, uh, to people as well. Do you think you want to be in high school, college, pros, co- as far as coaching? Like, what, what do you want to do? Uh, I think I want to be in, in college, in the college ranks. Uh, high school, uh, I don't really – they're too young for me. I don't really, <laughs> really want to deal with them. <laughs> Less, less is it less attitude in college? Do you think than, than high school as far as dealing with 
with the players. Uh, yeah, yeah, 100%. Because <laughs> at least in college, you know, like, like these people actually want to be here. Uh, and, yeah. In high school, they're just doing it for like some extracurricular. <laughs> right, right. So, Sir Roderick, uh, what's your thoughts about this year's team? Uh, you know, they had high hopes and have been struggling, but man, they're they're getting going again. And uh, you know, Joey McGuire and this staff and and these teams, uh, the team's trying to get bowl eligible today. Yeah, um, obviously, like you said, we um, we had high hopes, and then we came we came out. Um, I thought we was playing good at the beginning of the season, um, and then. We just had some quarterbacks go down. That's always tough. And we threw a, we threw a freshman in the fire, and um, again, that's always tough. But then, uh, just seeing how like we got back to like a, a more balanced approach with things, and um, really relying heavy on Taj, it was like I, I thought that's when we really started changing our season. And um, yeah, I feel like today's going to be a good game. I feel like we're going to get bowl eligible, going against a very good UCF team who just beat uh, Oklahoma State. So. Yeah, I'm ready to see it, quite frankly. What were your thoughts on senior days when you realized, like, this is it? It's the last time I'm going to play in the Jones. Um, well, my my senior day, I was we was against uh, OU, and, um, yeah, we never beat them. So, I don't know. We started off bad, too. <laughs> we started <laughs> yeah. off real bad. But um, I was just like, man, this, this is going to be the last time I'm going to be out here in front of these fans. And so I want to at least give them – Give him something good to go out with. And uh, I think I did that. I think I, I, did, I did pretty good that game. Sir Roderick Thompson with some rocking pregame. If you've got a question you'd like us to pass along to Sir Roderick, 806-900-1011. That's our text line. That's 900-1011. Well, Sir Roderick, uh, as you come back now, you see, uh, thing, I mean, we talked to guys who are you know, older and, they used to play in the bubble, and, and even now, as you come back, you see these amenities even getting better. Uh, do, do, do you wish you could still be playing here? Oh, definitely. I, I can't wait to see that um, <laughs> the, that south end zone fixed yeah. up and stuff. So, like, I I just remember, like, when I first got here, I'm thinking, like, man, this is big time. Like, that, that uh, indoor in there and all that. And now, like, now I'm leaving. Like, me and uh, my good friend Eric, as we come, and we talk about it all the time. Like, dang, I wish I would have had that. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, cool. So you, when you got here, there was no NIL, is that right? Yeah, we didn't have none of that. <laughs> but, but then, but then there was. How how life changing or how different was that for you? Or uh, not? So I really didn't get into the NIL thing. Like I'm I'm a lazy person. I'm not gonna lie. I, didn't, <laughs> I don't really be putting myself out there. I'm kind of quiet. So um, yeah, I didn't really like do that. We had, of course, we had the Matador Club. Shouts out to them. They. They looked after us for sure, and um, they helped out everybody on the team. And so um, I'm really grateful to, for them. Um, I'm happy to see what they're doing. I'm hopefully I can help one day too. It's uh, Sir Roderick Thompson with us on the Rockin' pregame today, and from our text line 900-1011. If you've got a question for Sir Roderick today, here's one uh, we got here. Sir Roderick, how has your college experience and playing as a Red Raider changed you as a person? What, what would you? How'd you answer that? Hmm. Uh, it definitely changed me. I, I came into college as a very immature kid, and um, I feel like I've had a lot of struggles in college, a lot of growing in college, and um, especially like like in football and off football. Like I've went through three, four head coaches or whatever, oh, yeah. and um, just like it just showed me like just to stay with the process and um, just like I don't really know how to explain it, but like just don't get. 
I don't know how to explain. Well, I'm it's sorry. like it's, it just helped. You know, you had to battle through some uh, adversity, right, things like right, that. Right. Probably, thank yeah, you, thank yeah. You. Well, growing up, I mean, I know I, th- I think that's I understand what you're saying there. You, you know, when you're challenged with things that you didn't plan on, and you got to figure out how to. You know, just keep battling through yeah. to get where you're going, you know. Thank hey. you for cleaning that up. Yeah, well, you know. It's, <laughs> well, just to piggyback on that, you and I talked about, you probably don't remember this, but before last season about the team staying together, winning that game against Iowa State, then winning the bowl game, and they asked you how, you how y'all were able to do it. And just that's what you said, close group that's, you know, learned to battle through adversity. And I think that's what I said in the first segment is this group, you, Rabbit, Jalen, Tony, those, all the – Taj – these guys have been different than what we saw five, six, seven years ago yeah. where guys where those teams wilted towards the end of the year. Y'all have gotten better and won important games to go to bowl games and win those. So mm-hmm. that's, to me, that's the biggest difference in the program today than five, six years ago. Got another question here from Aaron. He says, who is the one player that you talk to, uh, talk to the most uh, still today? Um, probably Tyler Shark. Okay. Uh, really? Yeah. Oh. So I'm supposed to be in his wedding, and uh, I got to get fitted for a suit here in a little bit. But, um, yeah, I talked to Tyler a, a lot. Like, me and Tyler were very good friends. I don't know if you could tell when we was playing on the field together, but we was very close. And then um, I still talk to I talk to Taj from time to time, um, just letting him know, keep doing your thing, we're proud of you, stuff like that. Talk to Cam. Um, that's my young bull. He's my That's my guy. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I talk, I've talked to Miles my whole life. I've known Miles since, mm. Miles probably since like sixth grade, since he was in sixth grade. Wow. So, yeah. There's a question from uh, Teresa from our text line. She said, you know, how has his coaching staff helped you even after, you know, you've left, you know, and you've graduated, you've moved on. Does, you know, McGuire and the guys, the coaching staff, do they still stay in touch or how do they, you know, do they do anything to still be involved or help you or anything? Or I don't know. That's an interesting question. I, uh, so um, during the season, uh, nah, we we don't really talk that much. Like we both got, we both got jobs. But um, like this past off season, when I was training all that stuff, they were checking in. Uh, McGuire was checking in. I still, actually, I still talk to Coach Perry a lot. So that's my guy. And um, the strength staff, I'm really close with them. Um, so whenever I see like. Whenever I see those people, all of the coaching staff, we have a blast. We talk, and um, we talk like I've never left. Like, yeah. it's, it's a, that's a great staff over there. I love them. That's a great question from Teresa, too. I wouldn't have thought of asking that. That's really good. All right, here, Christian wants to know, what is your best tip for a high school running back who you know wants to move on you know, and bigger things? You know, uh, Just stay the course, man. Um, it, don't, it doesn't matter where you're at. Uh, you don't need to like move or anything. They'll find you for sure. So just stay the course, and then um, you got to win games. Got to win games yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so what was that like? You know, when you're you know in high school, you mentioned a little bit about you know being a, you know bigger than some of the other players, and maybe I don't know if it was a little bit easier just to be great then. But what kind of work ethic did it take when you came to Tech? So, you know, I'm talking kind of thinking what Christian's asking you here. But you know, when you came to this level. When you're used to probably being maybe the, one of the best guys on your team, certainly, and maybe best, you know, one of the best players on the field in any given game, but you come here, guys are better. What kind of uh, what what did you have to change as far as your work ethic, you know, day to day to 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 be able to compete at this level? Well, um, when I first got here, we had a we had a good um, we had a good strength staff with uh, Coach Witt. He had he put together a good pro, uh, a good freshman program for us, so that was good. But the most important thing that helped uh, my development was just like 
the people that I was with. Like I was with uh, Eric Azucama, Caden Leggett, um, uh, Myler Royals, um, just people like that. Uh, Xavier Benson, he's at Oklahoma State right yeah, now. That's right. Yeah. But um, yeah, like we was a very close knit group, and we all wanted like to be successful, but we all wanted to see each other be successful. So we was pushing each other like crazy. And so, um, yeah. Yeah, okay, that's cool. What would you say would be your top moment that you had here at the Jones? Uh, my favorite play is um, we lost this game, but it was when we was in, we played Texas in our mm -hmm. COVID year, and I broke that 75-yarder. Yeah. yeah. That was my favorite play. I thought that was going to be, yeah. the, you know, the game-winning play, yeah. but college football is crazy. Yeah, it is for sure. Well, uh, hey, uh, how, I mean, in talking to Tyler, how's he doing? I mean, having a setback, he came back, another setback, he came back, and here's another setback, but that, that guy's a warrior. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's, he's very resilient. He's fine. He's in good spirits. So um, that's one thing I ain't never got to really do is worry about Tyler and how yeah. he's doing. Like, I know he's fine. Well, he's blessed, too, yeah. man. He's about to get married. Yeah. He, he, his dog got an NIL deal. Yeah. You talk about <laughs> NIL deals. He got his dog an NIL deal. That, that guy's on it. That's my little niece right there. <laughs> now, here's an easy one for you, Sir Roderick. Jody just wants to thank you for everything that you've done as a Red Raider. So not even a hard question or anything, just a, just a nice thank you right there. So, yeah, there you go right there. Right there. Y'all can't right, see man. it, but they're trying to make me bush out here, man. <laughs> so, Roderick Thompson today on the Rock and Pregame. All right, so I know we've got a big game Monday night with the uh, the Eagles and the Chiefs. Mm -hmm. Got some former Red Raiders, you know, in, involved and all. Who are you pulling for in that game? Um, I guess I'll just say the fan favor. I'm pulling for the Chiefs. I'm pulling for the Chiefs. Let's <laughs> yeah, go. The, the Texas Let's go, Tech. Patty. Let's go, yeah, The Kansas City Red Raiders, I guess. <laughs> so, yeah, so Roderick Thompson, former running back for Texas Tech. And, uh, man, we appreciate you dropping by the show today. And uh, anytime you're in town, man, holler. Let I us know we'll, uh, before, you, before you drop by. Uh, good luck in, uh, in the future here and what you're working on and where God's got you going, you know. Right. And so we appreciate you uh, you being here today. Uh, so we got the more uh, coming up here on the Rock and pregame. Uh, is is Sarandri sticking around a little bit longer, or we got Zach McPherson coming? Who's who's waiting in the wings here? We're, we're waiting to get confirmation on Zach. So we're going to talk, we're gonna talk with uh, Jared about Okay, we're calling an audible. Omaha, Omaha. Okay, so we got the the, the uh, scouting report for I guess UCF scouting report here. Who should we be really worried about today as far as UCF is concerned? And they got some That's athletes Sean's there. So uh, wording on the really worried stuff. Oh, you're not really worried. <laughs> I mean, I'm a little worried. They're explosive, but I'm about really worried. The fact that Sean put really worried, you might want to be really worried now because I, I don't know. I this, this I'll is let y'all decide. I'll let the fans wow, okay. decide. <laughs> I'm not really worried about anything the, really. At the Day. It's, it's a football. You know, we, it's all good. All right, we'll get that coming up next here on the Red Raider Outfitter Rockin' Pregame. Yeah, calling audibles, man. Yeah, that's tough. Uh, we're right outside Red Raider Outfitter today. Uh, more to come here on Rock 101.1. The Rockin' Interview. Omaha, Omaha. Yeah, it's time for another audible. Gosh, we called an audible. I had to check out of that play because uh, Zach McPherson is, is with us here on the Rockin' pregame today. And and uh, so the, the other thing we said was coming up. It's still coming up. It's just not coming up right now. That's fine. He's that here. Cool? Let's talk yeah, to him. Yeah, I know. That's I'm, I'm all about it. So, uh, yeah, Zach McPherson, uh, current Philadelphia Eagle with us here on the Rockin' pregame Boo. show, man. Yeah, uh oh, yeah, I know. This is you know, cow you're in Cowboys fan country here. It, it's, you know, I mean, that's... I, 
just just warning you, you know. So <laughs> you know, no, Eagles fans hate, hate the Cowboys. Like, I mean, at least it's bad. So you know how that is. Is, is he? Do you got him to cranked up there? Oh. There you go. Yep. Oh, oh there, yeah, you there, there you go. go. There you go. All right, all right, all right. You really are on the show, I promise. Yeah. <laughs> hey, this uh, is your first time back since you left? Yep, first time back in Lubbock since I left uh, back in 2020. So I'm excited to be back, man. Uh, I love Lubbock with all my heart. I truly mean that. It's a great place. That is outstanding. Well, t- tell everybody, I mean, you're with the Eagles, but you, 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 you had an injury at the beginning of the year. You're missing the year. Yeah. So just tell us how you're going through rehab and what, what, what takes place with all that. Yeah, so I'm just doing rehab about five days a week. Um, you know, I suffered the Achilles injury uh, in preseason. So um, it's a slow process, but, you know, it's one of them things, you know, it's just you take it for what it is and, you know, take it one day at a time. And, you know, I'm looking forward to the guys finishing this season strong. And then, uh, you know, I come back next year and, and get back going. Well, you look really good to me. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. So, obviously, it's sun, uh, Monday. It's a big game, Chiefs and Eagles. Yeah, it's a big game for the guys, you know. Um, Played them last year in the Super Bowl, so um, it'd be good to you know come out on top this time and you know just get a little bit of revenge. I got a question. Have you heard that uh, that new Christmas song with uh, the Kelsey uh, brothers? Oh, have you heard that? Oh, I, heard, I heard the last year version. I, I haven't heard this year's version yet, but uh, I definitely want to get the, the diss track to that when that one drops. Yeah, you got download. That's a must download. Yeah. I'm sure. Man. <laughs> you got a lot of memories coming back. Coming back. Oh my goodness, so many. Um, just being here, I remember my last uh, see my last year night was versus Kansas here, and um, I don't know, it's just surreal just being here back in love. I used to live right here at the Villages, uh, right. right there on the first floor, so I'm just back in my element. Well, and obviously, what what sticks out for you from your career? I just remember it seemed like you were in the right place at the right time all the time, which means you just had good vision because the ball always seemed to come to you. <laughs> Making a lot of plays. That's uh, that's the way to get a rumor, uh, you know, leave an impact on this game, you know, just get your hands on the ball. You know, they only remember you when you get your hands on the ball, you're making a lot of sacks, but I ain't in a position to be making no sacks. So I'm, I'm getting intercession. <laughs> yeah. Zach, I remember you transferred, was it from Penn State? Is that right? Yeah, now? yeah. And what was that process like for people who don't know, like going in the transfer portal, all that, and transferring? transferring, going, you know, across the country, just right. that whole process. Honestly, um, when I jumped in the portal, um, that was when I was fairly new, honestly. Uh, I think I was like the second or third person in the portal ever. Wow. And oh, wow. Uh, wow. I hopped up in there, and <laughs> it was like high school all over again. I'm getting all these messages on ESPN, and all the offers are coming through. The coaches DM me, hey, we want you to come uh, take a visit here, yada, yada. And I was kind of like, like overwhelmed a little bit about it, and um you know, I didn't want to go through that whole process, so I just narrowed it down to, like, two, three schools. And, you know, I came down to Tech on a visit. I fell in love with it. Yeah. But had you even heard of Tech before? I mean, was that I even on your radar? Not going to lie. <laughs> I heard of it because of Michael Crabtree, but I never really, like, looked into Tech. I was like, when I came here, I was just, it's like dust and stuff over here. <laughs> right, my first right. day here, was actually like, what do they call it, Haboob? The yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my very first day on campus, and I was like, wow, that's a good welcome. It's funny, Malik Dunlap before the season said, I asked him just the difference, you know, coming over from North Carolina to here, and he said, man, that first sandstorm, I thought the world was ending. Legit, I never heard legit. It. I thought the world was coming to an end. <laughs> that, is, that is so crazy, because, you know, fans, when, when you know there's you know, recruits in town and stuff, and you always check the weather to make sure it's not 
about Haboob Day or something. Because right. oh, yeah. you always think, oh, man, they're going to hate this place. But you went through it, mm. and you still committed to tech. I yeah. mean, what? So what was it about visiting here, not knowing anything about it, but you walk in on Haboob Day, and you still commit? But what was it that ultimately just made you um, go, yeah, I want to be want, here? I want to be a part of the rebuilding process. You know, um, even to this day, I know, um, you know, with all the facilities that man built and, you know, the players they're bringing in, whether it's um, from Coach Wells or Coach McGuire, you know, um, they're doing something big here in Tech, uh, and it's not going to happen overnight. And, uh, you know, I wanted to be a part of that process and, you know, help get Tech, you know, where it needs to be. Well, you hear it all the time, Red Raider for life. You're for a life. Red Raider for life. Always. Guns up. That's awesome. Always. Hey, who else were you considering other than Tech? I mean, I talk, I remember talking to you. I, I run the 24-7 site here at Tech, and yeah. we, we DM'd a lot during the mm-hmm. process. But I don't, honestly, I don't, I'm sure you don't. I don't remember what we said or who else was involved. <laughs> who else was involved in your recruitment? Um, I was considering Iowa State um, and then Michigan State at the time. So okay. that's the narrow – that's what I narrowed it down to. Um it was honestly, it was it was just too many schools. Like, I yeah. went onto my Twitter page, because they couldn't, like, text me, I guess. So they're all DM mm. me on Twitter, hey, come on, come on, come on. And I'm like, I don't I don't really got time for this. I just want to come play football somewhere. And you were oh, a nice, four-star yeah. recruit out of high school, right? You yes, were a big-time, like, heavily recruited. Yeah. Did you have a different mindset, like, being older? Because uh, that's what a lot of guys say. I don't want right. to lead you, but was your mindset different? going to the transfer portal being recruited than it was coming out of high school. Definitely, because, you know, going coming out of high school, um, social life has a big part of it in terms yeah. of, you know, like as a student and, you know, meet new people and stuff like that. But I came in as a graduate, um, an older guy on the team. You know, I lived that life of my years at Penn State. I don't know if you guys know how Penn State gets down, but, yeah. um, you <laughs> know, I had, I had all that fun already. So <laughs> I was just coming here. I wanted to ball, um, obviously, meet my new teammates, make relationships, network. And uh, get to that next level. So Zach McPherson with us on the uh, Rockin' pregame today. Got a few questions from our text line, which is 806-900-1011. Gabriel, wants to, uh, uh, Jerry, you may want to cover yours for this one. Gabriel wants to know Eagles how his comment. foot is, and will you be ready to destroy the Cowboys in the playoffs? Sorry, I told you to <laughs> cover yours, man. <laughs> My foot is doing a lot better than what it was. Let's put it that way. I'm finally weight-bearing. I can walk. So that's always a good thing. And definitely my boys are ready to dominate the Cowboys again. again. Hey, it was a good game a couple it weeks was, ago. It was a good game. I'll give, I'll give the Cowboys back. They fight hard, but. We'll see. Uh, right, there'll we be another it. game in our own this year. We'll see. We hey, got, yeah. got another question from Stone right quick in the text line. What was uh, your favorite play as a Red Raider? Favorite play as a Red Raider? Um, opening kickoff, opening field goal. Versus Iowa State, blocked it, returned it for a touchdown. That was one of my favorite plays. And then uh, West Virginia, fumble recovery for a touchdown. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was a bunch of them. I even like my play from TCU, the first play of the game. They tried to go deep on me. I don't know what they thought it was, but picked, <laughs> picked it off the very first play of the game. It was, it was a good time, man. We got some good, good memories there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What do you think these guys are thinking today, these seniors, 24 seniors? I mean, this is the last time to play at the Jones. Man, uh, they got to savor this moment in, man. I know um, they probably wish they could have had the last game when it's all finished up, all the construction done. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, Jones is still the Jones, man. So it's a memory that they're going to cherish for the rest of their lives because yeah. I definitely did. Well, I lived in Philadelphia seven years. Geno or Geno's or Pat's? Oh, yeah. Uh, 
Definitely Geno's. I like Geno's. Yeah, yeah, they're right by each other, dueling uh, mm-hmm. cheesesteak. Philly, Philly, yeah. yeah, I was about to yeah. say, okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't want to sound like a tourist, but <laughs> yeah. you must be talking about Philly cheesesteak, right? Yeah. No knock on Pat's, so Pat's good as well. But. Yeah. Too much talking yeah. about Philadelphia. Yeah. They, they got Philly cheesesteaks on the training table. In, uh, they got uh, Philly cheesesteaks everywhere. You go to Wawa and get one. Uh, oh, I forgot about Wawa. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I thought I remembered like your family is like very athletic. A lot of athletes. Yeah. Uh, can you kind of break that down and what that's what that's been like? Uh, definitely. So, um, first off, I'm one of eight. I'm the youngest boy. Uh, so seven boys, one girl. Um, oh. My sister, she played soccer in college. Uh, my brother Matt, that's ahead of me. He got drafted out of high school to the Diamondbacks. Uh, brother Josh played with me at Penn State. Brother Jeremiah played football at IUP. My brother Manuel played football at New Mexico. Wow. My brother uh, Derek. <laughs> you can't remember my, all your sins. Yeah. <laughs> my brother Derek, he committed to, he was at Florida for a little bit, transferred to University of Illinois, stopped playing football, and then got picked up by the Milwaukee Brewers, and he played there oh. for a little bit. Oh, wow. And my older brother Garrick, he played for the New York Giants. Uh, he went to University of Maryland. My mom, she played professional women's football. My dad played for the Boston College and went to play for the Patriots. Who, who's, the, who's the best out of all your <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, the best. <laughs> I would like to say me, but that's being biased. Um, I'll probably have to give it to the most talented was probably my brother, Derek. Yeah, he was a phenomenal athlete coming out. Yeah, yeah he could do it all. Who's the fastest? Do y'all race when you get together at Thanksgiving <laughs> school? We used to back in the day, but they all they all too old to race now. But uh, probably my brother Matt. My brother Matt can fly. So did you get to, like, growing up with that, you know, the kind of athletic talent in the family? I mean, I know I was always out playing football out in the front yard or something, mm-hmm. but did, did y'all go out and play and you being young? I mean, did that? Oh, yeah. Sharpen the, the iron? They used them, to do yeah, me dirty, like? man. I was walking in stiff arm, get my face thrown around. <laughs> It makes it tough. I'm yeah. a younger sibling, too. I know how that goes. Uh, yeah, it made, me, it made me a little tough. A lot of roughhousing on me, but it's whatever. It worked out. Well, what's your thoughts of this year's team? Obviously, there are high hopes. They've struggled, but now they've ripped off two wins in a row and a chance to get bowl eligible today. i just say uh, just one word, and that's just resiliency, man. Um, you know, Coach McGuire does a good job here with these guys, and, um, you know, it's the same mentality uh, kind of when we were here. They just fight. You know, um, I know the record's not reflecting where, you know, obviously everybody wants it to be, but they play a good brand of football here. And, um, you know, it's, things don't happen overnight, but they're going to get it and, you know, hopefully uh, get bowl eligible today. Yeah. Hey, what, what kind of uh, smack talk goes on out there a lot, a lot of times? I'm always curious. You know, you always see you're watching a game on TV mm-hmm. or something. You kind of see some guys, yeah. you know, kind of some yeah, back and yeah. forth and stuff. But is that the kind of stuff that – does that happen on every play? I mean, like, if you're out there covering a receiver or something, mm-hmm. you're running alongside him, are right. you saying, like, you're not going to get this? You're not gonna, I mean, are you talking in those moments? Do you ever just talk smack or is it after the play or is it So at DB, at D- DB especially, it's such an unforgiving position. So I would say most DBs talk they smack – after the play. Okay. <laughs> you, know, you don't want to go talking too much before. I mean, you can. Some people do it, but definitely yeah. after the play. Yeah. Now, on the guys on the D-line, like my teammate Brandon Graham, he talking trash mm-hmm. every play. You can name it. Uh, he talking about your family, your dog, <laughs> where you're from. You can name it. But uh, definitely a lot of trash talk happening on the field. Who's, who's the best trash talker you ever faced? Ever faced? Oh, man. That's a good question. Uh, I couldn't even tell you. Yeah, yeah. I okay. couldn't tell you. Who's the best receiver you face? Like, just like, uh, man, this guy's a tough cover here in college and then also in the league. Well, I would say uh, Amari Cooper. 
Oh, uh, yeah. yeah he, I never played him in college, but he a phenomenal receiver. Obviously, C.D. Lamb, he's a phenomenal receiver, too, but i definitely give it to Amari. I like that. He, he's a great <laughs> route runner. Uh, Did you face C.D. Lamb in, where you played at Texas? Yeah, yeah, I faced him here. Okay, and yeah, then um, yeah. my first year here and then uh, this past couple years in the league. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. all right. Yeah. Well, that's, that's good stuff, man. Zach McPherson and uh, – Hope you, uh, you know, everything continues with the recovery and yes, you get yeah. back on the field soon. And, Definitely. Uh, see what happens. I'm sure you'll be watching Monday night mm-hmm. and uh, Chiefs and the Eagles. And oh, yeah. uh, We're rooting for you in most games. So. <laughs> <laughs> nice, yeah. nice recovery, Jared. It's the truth. You're, you're, you're being right? a big man on that one. That's, that's impressive. All right. So Philadelphia Eagle. <laughs> Zach McPherson. All right. Well, man, good luck in the uh, future. We'll, uh, we'll be anxiously waiting your return to the field so we can watch you play some more. Definitely. And uh, you're going to be at the game tonight, right? Oh, yeah. I'm okay. going to be there. All awesome. right. We come back. Um, is it now time for uh, – That's up to y'all. I mean, it, <laughs> you tell me when to okay. talk and I do it. All right. We'll, we'll point to you when it's All time right. here. No, Jared's got uh, the UCF scouting report. Tech's opponent, obviously, today coming up at 4 o'clock. So we got that coming up next here on the Red Raider Outfitter Rock and Pregame across from the Jones at Red Raider Outfitter on Rock 101.1. Time to take a check of the Gandy's Milk College Football Scoreboard. Looking at the Big 12 scores just starting the fourth quarter. Oklahoma and BYU tied at 24. Cincinnati and West Virginia, no score. They have just started that in the first quarter, four minutes in. Baylor's at TCU at 2.30. Oklahoma State at Houston at 3. UCF at Texas Tech at that odd, but I love it time, 4 o'clock. The game's on FS2. Tech favored by 2.5. Number 21, Kansas State at number 25, Kansas, 6 o'clock tonight. And then number 7, Texas at Iowa State. That's at 7 o'clock. That is your Big 12 score inside the red raiders football recruiting with 24 7 sports jared johnson yeah so i thought do a little something different uh for one of the recruiting segments and just looking at the ucf knights and just what they've done offensively this year has been very impressive i thought since tech has never played them before i might you know shed a little light on who tech's facing today and first off, they're led by head coach Gus Malzahn, who, for those who don't know, he was Cam Newton's offensive coordinator at Auburn when they won the okay, national championship. Right, yeah. uh, he spent a year at Arkansas State as a head coach and then went back to Auburn in for like, uh, 2013 to 2020 was a head coach, led him to an SEC championship game and a national title game appearance. They lost to famous Jameis Winston in Florida State oh, yeah. in uh, Instant Classic. I think it was a 34-31 uh, final game. I think Malzahn's kind of interesting, too, is him and McGuire, very similar. Both uh, spent years as high school right. coaches. They both won three state titles. Mm-hmm. I guess Malzahn won I didn't know Arkansas. that. Look at you. Yeah, well, you should have done the scouting report. But, but they both won three state titles, you know, McGuire in Texas right. and Malzahn in Arkansas. And the records are kind Kind of similar in high school and but yeah kind of similar paths to get into you know to college there's rumors that malzahn's being looked at at arkansas arkansas opening too yeah. so that's he's, he's a really good coach he is a I good think, coach yeah. he just won his 100th career game last week yeah. with that 45-3 victory over oklahoma state one of the reasons why ucf has won two in a row and crushed oklahoma state is I, I mean their offense their defense is not good i'll get into that in a minute but their offense is outstanding rj harvey is their running back five nine 200 pounds the last two weeks combined he's rushed for 370 yards and six touchdowns last week 209 yards three touchdowns against oklahoma state including a 92 yard sprint uh this wow. guy is legit he's also a good receiver out of the backfield the guy calling the play we're not calling the plays but taking the snaps 
Uh, John Plumley is a fifth-year senior who's been hurt for some of this year. When he's been in, this offense has been very good. And he is a true dual-threat quarterback. He's thrown for over 1,500 yards, 11 touchdowns. He has been picked off seven times, so that's something to keep an eye on. Maybe Rabbit could get his hands on another uh, interception, which could be huge. But he's also a good runner. He's run for almost 400 yards and four touchdowns. He ran for 72 yards and a touchdown against Oklahoma State last week. So watch out for him. Here's the kicker for me is they got this running back who, to me, he's as good as Taj. He's as hot as anybody in the country right now. He really is, R.J. Harvey. And I like Plumlee. But they have two receivers who are almost identical. Both of them came from other, uh, you could say, Power 5 programs. And they're both about 6'1", 200 pounds. Javon Baker and Kobe Hudson. Baker's caught 37 passes for 790 yards and five touchdowns. Hudson has caught 31 for 703 and seven touchdowns. They both average over 21 yards per catch. Yeah, I've seen both of those guys. They're good. They are really good. So... Bottom line is this defense is going to have their hands full. And we'll do the comparison of how they stack up in recruiting, but in doing that, I noticed a lot of their offensive linemen came from Alabama or, like, not Georgia, but some other. I can't remember the other Power 5 big school, but one of the big Power 5 houses or Power 5 powerhouses, they have a lot of talent, not just in the skill position. Normally, if those guys are doing well, it means the offensive line's good. And they have right. guys that have that were former four-star, five-star recruits that transferred to UCF. So, Tech's defense coming off, in my opinion, is best performance of the season against a really good Kansas offense there. They got another big test. This time, it's at home on senior day at the Jones, so that should help. Now, the defense. UCF's defense is not good. Tech, Tech has the advantage. It's really weird. It's going to be Tech's strength, their defense against UCF's strength, their offense. But the game might get decided by the two weakness weaknesses, I guess, for the team. Yeah, okay. Tech's offense hasn't been very good. We know right. that overall. And UCF's defense has not been good. I mean, they're giving up over 400 yards and almost 27 points per game. They're even worse on the road. They're giving up 31 points a game on the road. I think they're only two and three on the road this year with wins over Cincinnati and Boise State. Eh, you know yeah. what I mean? At yeah. home, they're a to- totally different uh, animal. But on the road, uh, they're not very good, and their defense isn't very good. K-O-N-E Lubbock. Now, that being said, they do have some talented players. I really like one of my favorite like positions to watch in all of sports is the scraping inside linebacker, sideline to sideline, the guys that run all over the field. Think Jordan Brooks. I mean, Jordan Brooks is one of my favorite guys, athletes to cover at Texas Tech. They have a guy in, in fifth-year senior linebacker, Jason Johnson, 6'2", uh, 225. He reminds me a lot of Jordan Brooks. He leads them in total tackles with 85. He has three-and-a-half stops for loss, a sack, two pass breakups, and a fumble recovery. So he's like a grown-up Ben Roberts or, like, or if you remember uh, Jordan Brooks. Yeah. They also have, uh, man, some really good defensive linemen in terms of getting after I the guess passes. I guess some guys are maybe some NFL caliber yeah, no, they guys, do. right? Yeah. Uh, even on defense, yeah. even though they've, been, they've given up a lot of points this year. And it's really, it's it's not in the back end. It's in the front seven or six, depending on uh, how they play. And this next guy, Tremont Morris Brash, 6'2", 245. Uh, he leads UCF in tackles for loss with 16 and a half tackles for loss. 
I'm going to say that again. 16 and a half tackles for loss, seven and a half sacks. So that's somebody you got to watch, especially going against Tex tackles, who have been better. Don't get me wrong. But that that's a big matchup there. Uh, Malachi Lawrence is another guy, similar build, 6'4", 243. Uh, he has six and a half sacks and eight tackles for loss. Four quarterback hurries. So they will get after quarterbacks. You know, um, that, that's something to keep an eye on. I like their defensive tackle. He's, a young, he's one of the younger guys on that defense. Uh, he has 57 tackles, eight and a half stops for loss, three sacks, and two quarterback hurries as a defensive tackle. So, honestly, that stat line reminds me of Jalen, Jalen Hutchins. Right, yeah. You know, uh, so it's it's in the back end. Don't get me wrong. They have uh, some talented DBs, but they've been torched at times this year. So, if Baron Morton, Jerram Bradley, uh, Coy Aiken, those guys, uh, Miles Price, they can get it together. I think, to me, that's a, a key to the game. Will they be able – will Tech be able to produce explosive plays in the passing game against this defense? And then, real quick, I want to say their kicker, Colton Boomer, 11 of uh, 15 on field goal attempts, so pretty good. <clears throat> their punter's good, but I wouldn't say he's as good as Austin McNamara. He's averaging about 41 yards per punt. They have a couple of, uh, you know, or they have a good return man in Xavier Townsend, but nothing spectacular. And another thing to watch is Tech special teams has been very good. They could have an advantage in this one. UCF has given up a punt return for a touchdown this year. All right. Man, that's some great stuff there. Yeah, this is definitely a, a game that. Uh, man, you, you want Tech to win, to become bowl yeah. eligible, and, and it's a game that it is certainly a winnable game. But you know, there's this. I don't. I don't think this is going to be an easy game by any stretch. And I think Tech can win it. But man, I think this is going to be a really close game. I think this is very comparable to the game last week. Yeah. I really do. I think Kansas is very similar to UC. I mean, UCF is very similar to Kansas, except I think UCF probably has better athletes. Yeah. I mean, they do. Yeah. We're going to talk about recruiting later. Uh, I mean, they recruit in Florida, which is. Very comparable. You could argue, you know, which state produces more talent, which is better. If you're from Florida, you think it's Florida. If you're from Texas, you think it's Texas. Right, right. It's one of those things. <laughs> but uh, they are talented. They've done really well in the transfer portal. It's, I'm surprised with how much of a veteran team this is. A lot of fifth-year seniors playing. A lot of guys who transferred in prior to last year, and this is their second year. Those are the guys that are making the plays for UCF on both yeah. sides of the ball. Yeah, and I, I think Hurst is saying now they've joined the Big 12, if there is a team poised to really yeah. take a big step forward yeah. just because of what they're now going to be able to do recruiting in Florida, being a yes. Power 5 school moving forward, I think they're going to be a very dangerous and team. And campus know, so. is supposed to be awesome, too. So, like, to me, that's a slam dunk to, to recruit there. Yeah. You know, and yeah. like you said, being in Florida. And like I mentioned earlier in the show, Tech and UCF have the top two rated uh 2024 recruiting classes yeah so. all right we'll have some more about recruiting coming up here uh, uh later on in the rock and pregame up next we're going to take a break talk some basketball texas tech basketball and lady raider basketball um just kind of what uh, everybody's seeing so far and impressions of this team with lots of new players uh particularly for grant mccaslin and the uh the Red Raiders. So uh, we'll break that down coming up next here on the Red Raider Outfitter Rockin' Pregame. We're outside Red Raider Outfitter right here on University, crossing the Jones on Rock 101.1. Time to take a check of the Gandy's Milk College Football Scoreboard. Looking at the top 25 scores, number 24, Tulane beat Florida Atlantic 24-8. to eight. Uh, Ole Miss, ranked 13th, beat uh, Louisiana Monroe 35 to three. Scores in progress. Number eight, Alabama, all over UT Chattanooga, 66-10. Three minutes left in the game. 
Number three, Michigan leads my home state school, Maryland. Oh, only 29-24 early in the fourth quarter. Let's go Terps. Number 12, Penn State leading Rutgers 20-6 late in the fourth quarter. We've got number 10, Louisville, on top of the U of Miami, 31-28. Still 11 minutes left in that one. Number 14, Oklahoma, tied with BYU, 24-24. Eight minutes left in that one. Oklahoma has first and 10 on the BYU 25-yard line. We also have number 22, Utah, trailing number 17, Arizona, 14-0. Five minutes left in the first quarter. Still to come today. We've got number 15 or number 16, Iowa, hosting Illinois. Number one, Georgia, at number 18, Tennessee. Number 19, Notre Dame, hosting Wake Forest. Number 20, North Carolina, at Clemson. Number two, Ohio State, hosting Minnesota. Number six, Oregon's at Arizona State. Number 23, Oklahoma State, at Houston. Number four, Florida State, hosting North Alabama. Number 21, Kansas State, at number 25, Kansas. Number... Nine, Missouri, hosting Florida. Number five, Washington at number 11, Oregon State. And I'm going to wrap it up right there because I'm not going to mention number seven, Texas at Iowa State. That's the top 25 update. Texas Tech basketball. All right, so yeah, basketball season is here. Man, it's so crazy. We were talking earlier about how you wait so long for football to get here. Yeah. Now we're to the final home game, yeah. and basketball has started. I don't really, I'm just not able to focus a lot on basketball until college mm-hmm. football is over because college football is my absolute favorite. But I've uh, seen a little bit of the Red Raiders, but uh, let's, uh, let's start there. And so, you know, so far I guess they've, they've won every they've game. They've won right? every game, yeah. But, uh, and, and you know, some of the obviously these early uh, season opponents aren't the strongest, maybe. But some of these teams are playing are teams that you know win their conference, go to, go to the team. tournament. Yeah, they, they might yeah, be in the right, tournament, I mean, right? So I mean, they're 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 pretty legit opponents for early season uh, basketball. So so far, winning the games, but uh, man, it just seems like uh, imagining this team in Big Twelve play. Yeah. I'm still I'm not convinced. I'm still a little, little worried uh, about what we're going to see there. Yeah, I went to, I mean, I watched the first two games, but kind of like you, I, I'm so focused on football yeah. and recruiting, and our staff does a great job. We have a, you know, we have it fully staffed and all that, and they, they've done a wonderful job. But I did go to the game uh, Thursday, took the boy, and just went as a fan. And I got to tell you, I thought going in the season that Warren Washington would be the best and the most important player on the team. After seeing that, there's no doubt. He went down with a kind of a scare of an injury and was out for four or five minutes, something like that, of game time, and the team did not look good. And it was scary. You know, uh, both defensively, they didn't have their you know rim protector, and then offensively as a space eater and kind of a, a matchup problem for other teams, uh, you know, the offense really just stalled. So, you know, Pop Isaacs is a good player, but if he's not hitting from the outside, he still has that same problem of driving, hoping to basically to draw a foul or for something good to happen, rather than like, to me, he really needs to develop his mid-range, like, floater game. If he yeah. had some kind of uh-huh. steady floater or something like that, he would be, I won't say unstoppable, but a very difficult cover because of how dangerous he can be, obviously, as a three-point shooter. 
Yeah, I'm still trying to see, and early on here, what what is this first team for Grant McCaslin? What what what's the signature of this team? What what are they a def- defensive team? Yeah. Are they an explosive offensive team? Are they no. great shooters? Do they have an inside game? I mean, what what is the identity They're of the team thus far? Defense do you think? and scrappy is what they yeah. are. I like. Uh, I thought I think Toussaint's good. I think he's a good player. He's a good floor general. Not a very good shooter. Devin Cambridge is athletic, rangy, but again. I don't think you could count on him for scoring. You know, a lot of these guys aren't really good in terms of creating their own shots, which is scary to me. You know what I mean? Like, you could throw it down to Warren in the in the paint, but I wouldn't say he's not like a, a Bryson Williams type guy where you could just throw the ball into him and get 20, you know? Yeah. Like I, so it's going to be a struggle offensively uh, for them. They, they do have a couple of guys who can get hot, but... Uh, they're going to be defensive, stopping, scrappy type team. I saw Chance McMillan left. He's good. Yeah. yeah, he is good. Um, but the thing that struck me was that this is, you know, one bad shooting game, okay. But that's two games in a row. And the shots they got against Corpus Christi were wide open. I mean, they were like uh, warm-up shots, wide open three-point shots that you, I mean, at one point I think Tech was one for 13 from deep, and they made a couple late. But... Uh, <sighs> They're, they're going to have to come a long way offensively. Uh, and, you know, I'll tell you what, though, uh, this may be a team. I mean, they did beat uh, Texas A&M in the preseason. I, I don't, how much can you get from that? Well, you know that they have enough talent to at least win against a top 25 team. And they're going to get another test coming up really quick against Villanova uh, in the Bahamas. Yeah, that's the Atlantis. Yeah, phase, right? when, Atlantis. When, when does that start? Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. Villanova's twenty, and if they win, they probably play number twenty or number twenty-one is Villanova. If they win, they probably play number twenty, North Carolina. Yeah, I'm about to ask the question that you guys that cover sports for a living hate, but where can I watch that? Oh boy! <laughs> I mean, is that is that going to be on? I'm going to guess it's on. I haven't had I time to Google answer. it. Okay, it's actually ESPN or ESPN two. Okay, I was going right. to say Flow Hoops to mess with you. <laughs> okay, thank you. Yes, no, I know you. I know that's your number one question. FS2. I just hadn't had time to Google that yet. FS2 so, yeah. FS2 FS2 yeah. <laughs> right, right. All right. Uh, okay, so a Red Raider basketball, but yeah, underway, and uh, you know it's a new era, so it'll be interesting to watch going forward how this team develops and what they, you know, what they really, really got, and you will know a little bit more. After I want to throw. I'm sorry, Jeff. I no, want to throw okay. one more thing in there before Pete goes to Lady Raider basketball. One thing I was really impressed with is coming out of timeouts. Tech is really good offensively, and that's something that whether it was Adams or Chris Beard or even Tubby, Tech never seemed to be set up offensively or defensively coming out of timeouts, which was weird. Chris yeah, Beard is, weird. is a coaching genius. I know people don't want to hear that, but he is. And but Grant McCaslin, I think three times, and he called all of his timeouts early, but three or four times. At least Thursday night, he called plays, dialed up wide open shots for his play, and they needed it. They were struggling offensively. I was impressed with that. That reminded me of a Bill Self or a Bobby Knight. Got like those coaches were great. Our Self is great, and Knight, of course, yeah. was great at that. And there's only one concern I have is the the slow starts that they've had in the first half and the second half. The Islanders came up with an 8-2 lead. Yeah. They they look completely lost. And then after building a 11-point lead after getting a technical foul shot to start the second half, they let them get back in all the way up to cutting the lead to two. Yeah. And they it becomes have, desperation mode. Yeah. They have responded at least against these these teams, you know, and they haven't lost yet. So I mean, right? I know. know. Yeah, you can't can't complain too much, I guess, right? Lady Raider basketball. Get down! 
come with your bad self. Yeah. Oh, man, get one for Pete's form. Yeah, hey, <laughs> all right. It's the hot 8 and 8 right now. We're jamming vanilla ice. Frisky Pete? Come on, Pete. Yeah, Frisky it? Pete. Is that what it was? <laughs> Frisky Pete. Frisky Pete. Was that your radio name? <laughs> what? Frisky, Frisky Pete? Pete. What was it? It was Playboy Pete. Oh, Playboy that's better. Pete. That's okay. much better. <laughs> yeah, that's that sounds way less creepy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Pete. Come on. Bring the heat with Pete. Man, <laughs> how am I supposed to talk? Uh, Frisky Pete, Lady Raiders, four it's and time out. for cranking or spanking right now. <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> made me blush. That's hard to do. <laughs> All right, Pete, what do you got? <laughs> so, I think uh, I'm talking to some Lady Raiders. Off to a four and zero start last night. Was it last night? It was last night. They took on Texas A&M Commerce. And uh, they br- they tied a record, a Big 12 record. They allowed zero points in the first quarter. Oh, wow. So they were up 23 nothing. Uh, we're up 44-10, and they go on to win 91-45 over uh, Texas A&M Commerce. Uh, so they're 4-0. And uh, they also, after the game, I like what they do. They have this Lady Raider Dominator, this chain. And they go in the locker room. They pick the player who uh, you know, really has excelled and, and did some key things in the game, might not be on the stat sheet, and they get this big chain, and uh, that's pretty cool. So, you know, uh, I, I like uh, where they're at, and, of course, uh, you know, we got some new faces on the team this year, but, uh, uh, you know, the, uh, the Lady Raiders are going to get tested coming up. They're going to, uh, first off, they're home on Monday night, taking on Texas San Antonio. Then, uh, during the Thanksgiving break, they go to Vegas, and I know their first game is against Rutgers. So just like the men, uh, you know, playing some directional schools, doing all that stuff, but boom, uh, you know, you're going to get tested coming up. But uh, um, I got a a question for you. Okay, but Bailey Maupin had 17 last night, Jasmine Shavers 14, Kyla Freelon 14, uh, Jordan uh, Jordan Merritt had 13. So, uh, you know, just a lot of healthy scoring, uh, not always the same player. Uh, jumping in, but uh, I, you know I'm excited that they, they haven't stumbled where you could against a, a lesser team, and, and they're four zero. Nice, you, yeah. Okay. Uh, why do why does women's basketball have quarters and men's basketball have halves? Well, you know, I always wondered that. That's a great question. I appreciate you knowing through the bloodline that uh, Mr. Naismith is my great, 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 great grandfather. No, he isn't. Why would I know that? Those shades. <laughs> you have the shades. <laughs> I, think, no. I think actually Naismith has some glasses. I, I wonder, I, I, like why is that, though? Are I we, don't know. Are the men being discriminated? Is that what you're saying? They should have orders to that. take breaks? Okay. Well, but it is weird, though, because, like, in the pros, it's four quarters. I mean, why? Why do they do it that way? I don't have the answer to that. I, I don't well, know I guess does, but why? Somebody can call the NCAA. Look, right. Jeff, I know you guys think I know it all, but I don't. There what? are a few things I don't know. I know 98% of it, but that was one of the things I did not know. I was hoping that. What channel uh, is the Lady Raider game on Monday night? <laughs> do you know that? <laughs> I assume it's Big 12 Plus. Like it always is. And that's what I say to people. Hey, what channel is uh, the Lady Raiders on TV? Yeah, it's the same channel as everyone. You know, some people. Uh oh. You can oh, ask so me. Here we go, go, man. You All can right. ask me. I know, I know. I know it's my job to know, but you can go look on the Texas Tech site yourself. So what you're saying Did is. You not know? I if, mean, 
If they, they can message me, why can't they look on the page themselves? So what I'm hearing you say, Pete, yeah. and correct me if I'm wrong, right, okay. but what I'm hearing is yeah. if I want to be a huge local celebrity sports guy, <laughs> yeah. all I need to do is Google sports information, <laughs> and I have all the tools necessary to be that guy. No. Is that have, not right? No. That's you, what I'm hearing. No, no. You would have. You would know all the TV channels. But I'm much more than TV channels, Jeff. Are you? Are you, Pete? I don't TV know. Guy, absolutely. <laughs> it's all, all right. about relationships. No, but seriously, you can look up what the channel's on. Uh, you wanted to know why women's moved to quarters. Right. The NCAA Plain Rules Oversight Panel approved the move in 2015-2016 season for the reason that the four-quarter format will enhance the flow of the game and it would get, get them closer to uh, international play, the FIBA. Thanks, Sean. Huh. Okay. Well, that's Well, thank you, we NCAA committee. Yeah. That's, that's who it. you ask on that, not me. See, that's, that's, that's what's always so good uh, when NCAA actually did something that might be somewhat beneficial for a reason instead of just making rules where's, to go against having fun. Where's that local high school phenom recruit going? Well, well, Aaliyah Chavez. Since you're asking me that, uh, they just played in Allen. Uh, Aaliyah Chavez, number one, uh, I think, guard out of the uh, 2025 class. But she had 57 against Plano. Then she had 44 later in the night. So she scored 101 points in one day. Uh, she's got a top 10. Texas Tech is in it. Texas Tech was the first to recruit her, I think, when she was 13 or 14. Uh, she's I, from Lubbock, right? Yeah, she's at Monterey. Yeah. That's a local yeah, school. He's yeah. offended. Oh, is, it, is, that, is, that a, is that a local school, Pete? Yeah. See, oh, just I know the local school. Don't, don't mention it. Just Google man, it. Don't, yeah, that's what to say, I'm man. I'm give her a shirt that says, just keep, don't ask me. Just Google it. Let me Google that That's it. But, uh, I, you know, it's, it's going to be exciting. That girl is a game changer. Game changer. What she, did Chances Tech gets her, do you think? Honestly, I, 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 honestly, I'm going to go 51 percent because really? she she uh, she loves Lubbock and she loves the area. But uh, when you got you know South Carolina, UCLA, I mean you know you, you're going to get pulled. And uh, money talks. I'm not saying Tech's not going to produce money, but that could come down to it. But I think Tech's got a good shot. And you know they they are they already got one of her players on the team, Kelly Moore, one of her former uh, Monterey players, and she they offered another one, Bro Bro. So. Uh, you know, uh, they got a shot. That's all. Like that's all stay you here. want. That'd be awesome for a, a player of that caliber to stay here and and you know carry him to to yeah. bigger bigger. Yeah, I mean, we'll that see. would be awesome. Yeah. But yeah, you know, it's yeah. it's tough when you're that age. You know, so many kids just want to you just want to get out of the house, you know, and go somewhere and experience the yeah. world. So that's a Which that's probably sense. a tough one. Yeah, right. I mentioned on the board on inside the Red Raiders, and I don't really cover Lady Raiders recruiting. There's just not enough time. Right. But uh, uh, I mentioned I didn't think she was going to stay here, and man, whoo. The that the fans, the Lady Raider fans, got after me a little bit, saying the Tech's in a great spot and all that. So hey, I hope I'm wrong, you know. So we'll uh, see. Do you get offended by some people messaging you? Not anymore. But you did. Oh yeah, I did. But you so got, you're ahead of me then, because I still life's get too offended. too short, man. You gotta let that stuff go, man. You, you know? know what? I'm though? gonna start letting go. CP. Life's gotten a lot better since I did that. Right. I actually mentioned to one of Texas IDs it, but he was telling about someone. Twitter. So let me ask I said, you. Man, you keep, can't. Don't worry about that yeah. stuff, man. Let but it go. if they keep, you know, it's like water dripping on my head. What what channels the lady raise on? What channel is the football game on? And, and, and you know, I'll get it at three and three thirty today and three forty five. What channel is the game on? I'm Here's like, let's do. wait till the last Here's minute. Here's what you do, and this is the tell hardest me, part. Tell me, this tell me, please step. teach me, please. Turn off your phone whenever you can. The best, like, it's hard for us to do that. Turn off your phone for a couple of hours and don't look at it. Yeah. 
go read, go. But then after the fact, it's on there. I, I like so to what? answer people. So, oh well, that's your boy. That's on you. What, what you're what you're listening to on the Rock and Pregame <laughs> is actual guys that cover sports for a living having a therapy session about the sadness of their <laughs> occupation they've chosen. <laughs> well, so, I love my occupation. I want to please everybody. Pete, let me just tell you this though. Tell me, Jeff. Here's one thing you need to remember. Yeah. Because even though it might annoy you that you get all those questions. But you ought to feel very good yeah. that sports That's a great fans point. Great think point. of you right. when they no, want sports and, information. And I, mean, I don't mind during you. the week. It really bugs me in the last 10 minutes, like at 3.50 today. Well, that's when they want to know. That's me. That's Turn off your phone. But, but come on, if you're a fan, you should know stuff beforehand, not five minutes before. So you're telling people, be a better fan. Yeah. I am telling people that. <laughs> he is. Oh, oh, Pete. And of course, if you're a real fan... Like, like the place is sold out today. That's going to be great. Pete, you are, you are a national you treasure. Know you know what? Here's some good advice, though, somebody gave me a long time Tell ago. Tell me. Because I, I, mean, I get questions yeah. you know, like you all, all day, every day. Is when they stop asking you for information, that's when you should worry. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's That's, that's true. a good point. That's a good point. See? That's a very, very that hasn't happened yet. So you're still huh. the man. All right. Um, okay. Is, is that, I think we've covered that. Do we need to move on now? Yeah, I'm still on. stuck okay. on All right. crank it or spank it. <laughs> We've got that coming up tonight. I can barely say All right. <laughs> ridiculous. Time to take a check of the Gandy's Milk College Football Scoreboard. Hey, I'm just going to mention something real quick. Can I do that before the scoreboard? But You can leave the music bed playing. If you drove by last night, the Jones, you might have done a double take. Why was the Jones Stadium purple? Is it because we're playing TCU? Of course not. We beat them on a Thursday. But Texas Tech is a Purple Heart University, the first in Texas Tech, and they had the stadium purple last night. I got a lot of questions about that, too. That has been answered. What's a Purple Heart University? Well, I'm glad you asked me that, Sean, and uh, I'm going to give you the answer right now. It is uh, that Texas Tech is uh, the first in the state because I'm getting my notes. I'm getting my notes. Of course, it has to do with Purple Heart, but Texas Tech, do you know the answer, Sean? But here, as a Purple Heart University, Texas Tech is recognized for excellence in creating pathways for a smooth transition from military service to Texas Tech. So uh, thank you, Texas Tech, for doing that. Congrats on being a Purple Heart uh, University. And I uh, had nothing to do with TCU last night, but a lot of, I love when the stadium's different colors. With that said, I'm just going to give you the Texas Tech playing today, 4 o'clock at the UCF. And right now, Oklahoma leads BYU 31-24. Two minutes, four seconds left. West Virginia on top of Cincinnati, 14 nothing. That's two scores out of the Big 12, and Texas Tech plays at four. I'm out. Peace. Red Raider defense. All right. Well, hopefully the defense has a great night tonight against uh, UCF. Trying to get bowl eligible tonight. And, yes, the defense, which has played really well all year long, hoping for that again tonight. Yes, Pete? What channel is that game on tonight? You know, the game we're talking about here, the yeah. Texas Tech game? You know, Pete, you asked me, and I'm very kind about it. I love helping <laughs> fans yeah. know where, where to watch the game. That would be you. your FS2. Yeah. Pico's Thank all, you, yeah, Jeff. Ultimate warrior about it. See, that know, was outstanding. Man. It, was, into the it rain, felt good to ask. Listen, I, whenever there's an opening for a sports guy at KCBD, <laughs> I'm applying. 
And you know what? I would hire you because apparently we like hiring people from the radio over to our side. That's right. Yeah, you did. You hired my morning sidekick to do something over there. <laughs> yes. He's no Colin Mercer. Just he's the weather, trying. right? He's trying. He's trying. You know. Is that the weather? Yeah, it's just the weather. Like I said, how hard can weather. it be? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I hope Mudflap's listening. I mean, if Mudflap could do it, we could do it. Right? That's exactly right. Yeah. How That's hard can it accurate. be? <laughs> that is pretty accurate. Yeah. How hard is sports when we have us? Right. I'm well, that's true, it. too. All right, so no, UCF uh, in town, Texas Tech to kick off around 4 o'clock. It is on FS2 if you're not going to make it out to the stadium today, but it is another sellout game, and uh, hopefully a nice crowd actually yeah. shows up. But, yeah, defensively for Texas Tech, um, what uh, what do you look for tonight against UCF's offense? They're going to have their hands full. First off, they got to stop R.J. Harvey, which hadn't been done uh, recently. He's posted back-to-back career days. He's a running back. Running back, right sorry. Here. Yeah, senior running back for UCF. He's run for a combined 370 yards and six touchdowns the last two weeks. Ripped off a 92-yard touchdown run against Oklahoma State last week. Finished with 209 yards and three touchdowns. Then you got uh, John Plumley, their quarterback, who has missed some of the season due to injury, but he's back healthy. Uh, he threw for three touchdowns, ran for another last week. He's a good dual-threat quarterback. He's not the biggest guy, but uh, he can run and he has a good arm. And then they got a couple of dudes outside that are both explosive players that uh, have a lot of talent. They're both around 6'1", 200 pounds, uh, average over 21 yards per catch. But they, you know, this we're not talking about a small sample size. Both these guys have almost 40 catches on the season. So uh, their offense uh, is very good. And I think it all starts with Jalen Hutchings and Tony Bradford. I mean, they – Really, you could argue they won you the game last week. I know Rabbit, and rightfully so, gets a lot of attention for his uh, turnovers. He's had three picks in the last two games. They're going to need another one for him today, at least. But uh, what Jalen and Tony have done up front has been commendable and admirable. I mean, they've been very good. They've improved. They were really good last year. They're better this year. Jalen has been all Big 12 caliber, and uh, they made play after play after play last week in Kansas inside the red red zone on the goal line, and they may be called upon again today to do that. And then the linebackers are going to have to play well. Jacob Rodriguez, Ben Roberts, all those guys are going to have to play well. And there's going to be a lot of pressure on the cornerbacks, Rashad Williams, Malik Dunlap, uh, Braylon Lux, who had a really sneak. Mm-hmm. Like he's like the last guy that mi- gets mentioned, but he had a really good game last week against Kansas as well. They all are going to have to play at a really high level again if they're, if they're going to play good enough overall for the team today. So job number one for the defense, is it stopping the run or stopping the pass? I think you got to stop Harvey first. Yeah. I, I, okay. I just think, to me, if you can't stop the run, they'll just line up and run over you. So yeah. uh, to me, yeah, that's that's number one. Okay. But I think Tech's defensive line with uh, Hutchings and... Uh, you they know, can and, do it. I think they can do it. Yeah. All right. Um, oh, do we, oh, I forget. We have a special little... Red Raider defense. <laughs> we just did we defense. Just did defense. <laughs> so that push, has been push, Raider defense. Push the button for the offense here. Red Raider offense. Oh, yeah. Okay. Is that the same beat? That's a little... He wants different beats for the No, I like it. You've upped your beat game over there. Ever since we got the the digital turntables... That Sean sucks. is like, I mean, he's, Man, he's mixing up beats. Smack that it I've, or back it. It's great. Sean, we got Sean Dillon on the ones and twos here on the Rock and Free Sean, game. how much all time right. have you spent uh, on all this? How much time do you think you spent? Like, really? Two hours. That's it? Two hours, man. Okay. I'm, no, I was, I'm actually underwhelmed. I was, I was hoping for. <laughs> well, I was I'm not going to give you the real number. Okay. No, Sean, Sean gets more done in two hours than most of us do in a full day. Apparently so. so. You know, so. Yeah. That's Thank up you. to you there. Yeah, there you go. Appreciate that. Thank you. 
I appreciate you saying thank you. Oh, all right. Um, all right. So now it's a Texas Tech offense. So offensively for Texas Tech against uh, UCF's defense tonight, what uh, you guys' thoughts on that? I think you got to go with what's been working. You got to run the ball. You got to run the ball. So I, I expect him to get another 100 yard game Taj. today. Taj, yeah. He said like, what, 100 yards in seven of the last eight? Is that right? Yeah, I think that's yeah. right. Yeah. Well, only when he didn't, I mean, I think he just didn't play much in the fourth quarter. Yeah. You know, against yeah. Kansas State, I think it was. I think that's right. Yeah, I think that's right. Right? He had 98, like through three or something. Yeah, like and I guess they the didn't realize, or not that they cared. I mean, that they, yeah. They, yeah, yeah, they didn't, didn't care. care. But uh, I expect him to have the big game, and I, just the fact that these guys are so close, and I love that. I just think, uh, you know, senior day means a lot more than it used to back in the day. Uh, as far as you I think mean, so? They, well, I mean, just they were one in four. I mean, you know, they would lose senior oh, day. I see I'm what just you're saying, saying. Uh, and not that they didn't try, but I'm just saying these guys are even more. Nobody's pointing fingers. I just think even with the tough season, you know, I was just telling Jared at the end of the Kansas game, I mean, they beat a ranked team. Yeah. Uh, the guys run over to the Red Raider crowd and they sang the Matador song acapella. In fact, I don't know all the words. I got the words out. They sang every word, word for word, properly. When they put the words up for the fans, of course, some do some stupid stuff, but I was super impressed with that. These guys are proud to be Red Raiders. They're proud to be, be brothers with each other. They're going to give everything they got tonight. I expect it to be a win. I'm going to be devastated. I'm just going to say, right, I'm going to be devastated if they lose tonight. Yeah, so Texas Tech definitely has the edge on singing the alma mater. I was going to say, like, so, if yeah. they had gotten a lot of the words wrong, would you call them out? <laughs> no, I wouldn't have, but I just found it super impressive. <laughs> no, that's it, all I'm saying. It, it is and a cappella. I mean, yeah. they didn't yeah, look like the impressive. band was that, there. Yeah, that's true. So, and it was great. So looking at the game, though, I, I do want to point out before we go to break that I think Barron and the receivers have to hit some explosive plays today. Yeah. yeah. Because, I mean, you saw against Kansas, I mean, they, they locked in, and Kansas does not have a good defense either, especially a rush defense. UCF doesn't. But if they are able to key and stop Taj and Barron isn't able to hit some explosive plays, not screens, not these little hitch routes, but right. I mean some explosive plays like we saw on the game-winning drive, right. then I think Tech's going to gonna struggle today. I think UCF, their offense will be too much overall for, for Tech. So, All right. Well, uh, kickoff coming up at 4 o'clock. It is uh, senior day, and if you want to be there for when uh, Tech honors the 20-plus members of the senior class, they're going to start doing that at about 335, so it will be before the game. Uh, when they, they honor the senior class. And I think everybody should come out and uh, give these guys that moment they because it's been it. a great senior it, class. They really has. do. And uh, hopefully there will be a lot of people in the stands already to, uh, to make that happen. Uh, here's something interesting. The first 6,500 students tonight get a free Rally Possum towel. Thought that was kind of a man. Cool, that cool possum touch, man. thing is really taking off. Oh, it has. You see yeah. the header on their Twitter. I, I don't normally yes. notice this kind of stuff, but yeah. on Texas Tech football, is the is the actual I, possum is the header? That's I can't awful. get out of my head. President Skubinik heading the I know. Which to me, that's like one of the all all time great phrases. It sounds dirty, <laughs> but is it? Uh, he was, uh, you know, petting the possum, if you know what I mean. So yeah. Why did he think that was a good idea? I don't know, but well, that's why. But that's where the conspiracy theory <laughs> so started. That this agree. whole thing was a setup. Yes, was. It, somebody I've, had a pet possum. Yeah. They let it out on the field because the <laughs> yeah. animal control guy just had to be there with the right tools. Oh man! Jeff's so fired up. He's unplugged now. He ran out of his I microphone. Need the rally possum. Uh, that possum is taken. Okay, off, there we go. Yeah, crazy. I need the rally possum. From, from here, anyway, it's impossible. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. was that was actually pretty funny, Sean. You good. did that. I, I thought that was pretty pretty clever. But um, people but yeah. were like, 
like praising him for petting the possum on Twitter. And I was like, that's the like, possum could have been him. Yeah, right a lot of times you pet the possum on Twitter, they deactivate your account. Uh-oh, you know, uh-oh. so you got to be careful with that. Um, and there's also as I'm far as you're a, saying this, and not <laughs> no, dude, you're over there cranking. Her <laughs> hey, it's a radio bit, Pete. Come on now. So we, we do things different on the radio than you guys on TV you and you apparently do. in print as well. But uh, anyway, uh, Texas Tech Keep is going to on the board. That's different. Huh? I can delete that post. You're like, Wait, that's probably a bad idea. Texas Tech is going to have four T-38 fighter jets uh, in the flyover oh, wow. uh, immediately following the national anthem. So that's kind of cool, too. It would be fun yeah. to look out for that. Flight crew uh, out of Joint Base San Antonio. So uh, there you go. A few facts from the game there. Yeah. Won't there be another, uh, what's it called? Drone. Yes, thank you, Sean. No. Oh. A what? They had a drone show oh. for the last. That was cool. That man. was unbelievable and unexpected. That yeah, was cool. me too. Same and way. it will be back from my sources at Carol of Lights. Okay, so they're not to, breaking they're, news. But not tonight. <laughs> I've, I've heard. I've heard my sources. I've heard my sources. Sean, you're the gift that keeps on giving. I, I, I love you, man. Time to take a check of the Candy's Milk College Football Scoreboard. Terrible! I can't wait for the drone. Okay, top 25 scores. Ah, Michigan leads Maryland 31-24. Third-ranked Wolverines, only uh, 338 left in that one. Number 10, Louisville on top of Miami, 38-31. A buck 22. 1.1 Sports and Alpha Media 22 USA. left. Okay, I'll keep going. Uh, Utah trailing Arizona, 28-0. Seven minutes left in the second quarter. Number 19, Notre Dame and Wake Forest scoreless. In the first quarter, some finals. Number 24, Tulane beat Florida Atlantic 24-8. Number 14, Oklahoma beat BYU 31-24. Number 12, Penn State beat Rutgers 27-6. Number 13, Ole Miss 35. Louisiana Monroe 3. Alabama over UT Chattanooga 66-10. Those are the scores. I'm out. Big 12 scoreboard. With 24-7 Sports, Jared Johnson. We've got got a lot to uh, get to here in this segment here regarding recruiting because I want to talk about uh, just, you know, there's like about 40 visitors, I guess, in town you've been reporting. And then... uh, uh, According to my sources. uh, Yes, according to those sources. That's right. Exactly. So... Sean, we love you. Um, but uh, you know also, you, before we get out of the segment, too, uh, I like when you compare Tech's opponent uh, yeah. and how they are doing in recruiting, you know, comparing right now. So we'll have Tech versus UCF in the current recruiting cycle and see how things are going. But first, you want to start with the visitors? And yeah, it's sure. A big, it's a big weekend. Yeah, it is. Guys. And, you know, like five-star wide receiver commit Michael Hudson's in town. He's in uh, Jacob Harris on Inside the Red Raiders posted on Twitter recently and on the board that Mike is expected to be an early enrollee. So that gives him a much better chance. Of get, I mean, he, he's expected to be to play. Yeah. But that gives him a much better chance. Also, four-star uh, quarterback Will Hammond. He's here, same thing, early enrollee, which your quarterback really should be an early enrollee. Right, I mean, come yeah. on. Uh, but still, that's good. Uh, some Holden Hendricks, local guy, uh, of course, is going to be here, and that's great. Uh, one guy that really caught my attention is, and here's the thing. Uh, Texas Tech is, you know, targeting three critical positions in terms of the transfer portal or, and this was for you, I, when I heard this, Jeff, okay. I couldn't wait for this, junior college recruit. 
Wow. Defensive tackle. Okay, yes, because yeah, you know, it's yeah. changed with the transfer portal. Tech is targeting defensive tackle, offensive line, and DB. Probably more specifically cornerback uh, in terms of immediate help. They have a four-star junior college defensive tackle, Danny, I hope I'm saying this right, Sayeli, uh, out of Hutchison Junior College, which is a powerhouse junior, yeah. junior college. I mean, they put uh, division. Uh, Tech's had uh, five or six players from uh, Hutchinson over the last 10 years, but Hutchinson, you know, sends players all over to, to Power 5 and Division 1 programs all over the country. So he's here. That's huge. If they were able to get a commitment from him, that would be big in terms of for next year. Um, and then another guy, interesting, another local guy, Cub Patton, many uh, out of Lovett Cooper, many outlets consider him the number one kicker in the country for the 2025 class. He's here. Uh, TCU, Baylor, all those schools are recruiting him heavily too. So, I mean, we've seen kickers. We were you and I were just talking about Oklahoma. You know, they other, got a terrible kicking right. game this year. I mean, that will sink your season. Today, yeah. you know, we've seen yeah. it with Tech where uh, when they, when they've had good kickers, they've won important games. I mean, Gino Garcia made the game-winning kick last week just uh, you know for Texas Tech, and but we've also seen it go the other way. So that's you know, kickers are sneaky important uh, recruits. Uh, and there, there's, I mean, nobody cares about them until they miss. Exactly. Or, or they're <laughs> or getting hit, kick the game winner right. off the field. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, uh, th- and that's a that's a crazy lifestyle, right? Oh yeah. I mean, I know we're getting yeah. off tangent, and we have a lot to get to, but that's I couldn't. That, that's just a different kind of you life. Gotta have, you got to have a different mindset. You do, kicker, right? Man, you do. That like that's sure. like putting in a big like oh yeah PGA ter- tournament right. or something. Anyways, uh, there's dozens of 2025 recruits, some 2026 recruits, and some 27 recruits. There, don't get me wrong. There's some good players in that group, but uh, we got a lot to get to. Yeah. And okay. The, yeah. We'll have we'll have a recap on Inside the Red Raiders. The full list is on Inside the Red Raiders as well. All right. Yeah. If you don't subscribe to Inside the Red Raiders, I know Jared doesn't like to doesn't like to. Uh, I love it. We talk about let's well, promote. Let's go. Well, well no, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll, but I'll do it for you. Then it makes yeah. it seem okay. like right. you know. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But no, Inside the Red Great work, Jared and his staff covering the Red Raiders. If you love to follow recruiting and just all the stuff, man. I mean, it's it's definitely worth it. So uh, check that out. Yeah. For real, the staff works really hard. They do a great job. It's it's really all about them. Now, head to head, UCF Texas Tech. Uh, this is interesting because obviously they haven't been competing, you know, in the Big 12. This is the first year. This is the first matchup ever. Uh, one thing I, I, I've said it twice already this show, but I want to say it again. I think because I think these are going to be the top two along with TCU. And that's one, two, threes, Tech, UCF and TCU in terms of the 2024 class in the future Big 12. But I think they're really going to battle in terms of being the king of, of recruiting. As long as Joey McGuire and James Blanchard are, here, are still here at Texas yeah. Tech. Uh, Texas Tech has the 22nd ranked high school class in the country for the 2024 recruiting cycle. UCF is 29th and second. Wow. And the TCU is really close there, like 33rd or 34th and they're third in the Big 12. But that's even with Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, who, oh, by the way, their class is not good. Like, it's amazing how quickly, like, the unbelievable rise and fall of Dion in the same season. It's like, like that's 30, crazy. 30 for 30 on ESPN, it, doesn't like, it, right? Yeah, yeah in one all, season, yeah. probably be on before the season's over, you know? <laughs> that's right. But, you know, I'm not surprised that Colorado's struggling in terms of, you know, Attrition, and they you know they don't have the roster ready, and he, yeah. he overhauled that roster. I am surprised that they're like outside the top sixty in, in nationally in recruiting. I thought Dion would crush it. I mean, Colorado. Oh, I, I don't too, know if you've yeah. been to that campus, but it's gorgeous, oh, it's beautiful. I, have, I mean, yeah, so I don't. Beautiful. How do you not sell that? You know, I don't right. know. 
But Colorado's not not up there in, in 2024, so that's going to be interesting. And that's my, these rankings in terms of who ranks in the Big 12 that I just mentioned with Tech and UCF and TCU. That's with those teams included: Utah, Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, and, and obviously the you know the other ones that that just joined this year. So that's interesting. Now, in looking my overall big picture, looking at UCF's recruiting here recently, the 2022 class. That's where it's at. Here are some of the players you'll see today, and. It makes sense that they had the 15th nationally in terms of transfer class for for 2022. 20, uh, Here are some of the guys: wide receiver Xavier Townsend, one of the uh, one of their top guys, one of the guys who's averaging over 20 yards uh, per reception. They start one of their starting corners who was tied for the lead in interceptions. Uh, Nikai Martinez, safety Damari Henderson, their starter. Now transfers: John Plumley, Javon Baker, Kobe Hudson. Another one. Those are. Your top That's two. That's another wide receiver yeah. there. Jason right Johnson, now. your leading tackler. Actually, when I said uh, Xavier Townsend's number three, uh, Baker and Hudson are your top two, and they both were transfers. Jason Johnson, your, your leading tackler and your leader on on uh, on defense. Lee Hunter, uh, defensive end, one of your top sack guys. Linebacker Walter Yates, another really good player. I think he transferred in from Alabama. And then offensive lineman, uh, starting offensive lineman, Tyling Grable. That's all from one class. Those are all starters, many of your best players uh, who either came in in high school or, or transferred. Going back and looking at, uh, in terms of how it compares with Texas Tech, all right, so Tech had the 25th ranked transfer class, so they're very comparable. And then high school, 43rd in that 2022 group and 52nd for UCF. So, I mean, you're talking about Ben Roberts, Joseph uh, Adidere. Uh, Cole Spencer, who might be back today, by the way. Baylor okay. Cup, Monroe Mills, Jacob Rodriguez, Tyler Owens. Really important players oh, yeah. from, from, for both teams, uh, just from that one class. Wow. Okay, yeah, that was, that's, that's it's interesting. I love going back and looking at this kind of stuff and see, seeing who, you know, what, what guys worked out. And in, it's interesting is that under Gus Malzone, you, you, they're recruiting better in high school. I don't know if the rumors of the Big 12 helped, but... You look back at the 2020 class, uh, 75th in high school for UCF. Yeah, you know, that's not that's not that sounds five. like that's not five good. kind of schools. Yeah, exactly, right there, you exactly. Know? Uh, 2019, 60th. Though they did get uh, Tremont Morris Brass, that guy who has 16 and a half, 16 and a half tackles for loss and seven and a half sacks, um, and a, two of their starting offensive linemen. But uh, 2021. 58th, you know, but then boom, 2022, they start looking better. 50 seconds, a little better. 2023, uh, you know, 50th. And then now the Big 12 being in Florida, the 2024 class, 29th. So a big jump yeah. when they got into Power Five, which makes sense. Makes right, sense. I mean, you right. saw that with TCU too, right? When they joined. Yeah, no, that's uh, I, I, I talked about it earlier that boy, if there's a school that in the new Big Twelve yeah. that you just see that is in a in a great position to really be able to raise the stakes with the recruiting, it, it definitely seems like it is is UCF. Yeah, and a lot of people thought it'd be Houston because of where they're at. Right, but actually, the the team is UCF. I think you're right. I think it's UCF, not Houston, that's poised. Now, Houston might make a new coaching hire and uh, kind of change some things. But, you all, know, UCF may have to as well. That's if, true. If, you know, Malzahn is definitely going to be a guy that probably will entertain some possibilities. Well, we talked about Arkansas. Think, yeah. I know I've already heard some rumors there. That'd yeah. be interesting. And Malzahn is a good coach. He's a good offensive coach. He, he was a coordinator at uh, you know, in Auburn, most notably with Cam Newton, which, I mean, you would think that'd be 
not too hard of a job in college right. to be a good, but still, he got it done won a national championship. I also want to mention before we go to break, Tech has picked up three commits from the 2025 class this month. Wow. All right. Okay. And they have four commits for their 2025 class, all Texas top 100 guys, all high three-star guys. And so Tech's 2025 class ranks 34th in the country, so they're off to a great start. They got their quarterback earlier this month, the beginning of the month, Lloyd Jones, a dual threat, highly respected, highly thought of. I talked to guys that don't care. They have no you know, dog in the fight in terms of Texas Tech. They really like Lloyd Jones. He comes from a smaller school in Hitchcock, but they love his athletic ability. Tristan Gentry was their first commit back in September out of Stephenville. Watch his film. Go to Huddle. Tristan Gentry out of Stephenville. The dude's a stud. Like, I really like him a lot. They just picked up a commitment on Thursday night, actually, from Isaiah Robertson out of Arlington. That was a Kenny Perry special. Those who don't know, he has a great reputation in the city of Arlington. He was the head coach of Sam Houston. The only time I remember Sam Houston winning in my lifetime was when he was the head coach there. And then he elevated Arlington Bowie to new heights when I was actually covered, covered him while he was there. And then Isaiah Anderson from Wichita Falls City View is another receiver. So they have their quarterback. Three highly rated receivers already for that group. Nice. All right. That's a good update right there. Uh, when we come back here, uh, we'll rock or roll. We still got time, right? We yes, still we rock do. and roll. Okay, we got rock or roll plus uh, some predictions still to come here. We're uh, at Red Raider Outfitter. If you still need some gear for the game tonight, they got it for you right here across from the Jones. It's the Red Raider Outfitter Rock and Pregame on Rock 101.1. time to you know and i know troy rock and roll is the cornerstone of the show especially after eight years <clears throat> you were saying even i know that if you rock it's the number sean sets it at or higher but if you roll it's lower it's time to rock or roll all right well, we've heard the explanation. I think everybody is clear on the rules and regulations here. Uh, Pete, you're you're clear. Yeah, I'm good. Okay, good. and he's also twelve games back. Yikes! Yeah, I mean, again, oh, I think you should pay I'm me good. with a keg. <laughs> don't steal my beat that don't bad. steal my joy, Sean. All right, here we go. Uh, let's uh, let's get on with it. Here we yeah. got the Texas Tech side of the ball. First off, Texas Tech total rush yards one hundred sixty nine and a half tonight. What do you think? You want me to go first in all these? Give you sure. a little bit of a... Okay, go ahead. I'll, that's fair. I'll do yeah. that. I'm going to rock. Yeah, I got to rock, too. Okay. All right. Morton, total touchdowns involved. What does that mean? Three Passing, and a half. That means rushing? he could, he could okay. run them in. He what if he hands them? it off? Passing, rushing, receiving. Receiving. Okay. So he's even I'm involved gonna, if he I'm hands one out? Hands no, one no, off? no. I was just Excuse me no. if he runs one in. If he runs one yeah, in, okay, well, that's what if I thought. he throws or receives one. Right. I'm rolling. I guess I'll rock. All right. In fact, I'll go opposite of him. Whatever he says, I'm going opposite on all of them. Go ahead. Should we just Ooh, go to Brady? Yeah, you really? like you just ask him right. what he does, and, and we'll see where I get. You're like yeah. George Costanza on Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah. Do the opposite. I'm all right. the bad boy. I've never been the bad boy. Okay. All right, here we go. Wide receiver only touchdowns. One and a half. You got to rock on that, don't you? I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to rock them. Yeah, yeah. I'm okay. rolling. I guess they're secondary. Third down conversions for Tech, 42.5% today. I'm going to rock. All right. So I'm rolling. Yeah. rolling. Texas Tech penalties, 7.5. I'm, I'm rolling at home. If it was on the road, I would probably say I would rock. All right. 
Um, then uh, we got John Plumley completion Ooh, percentage today for UCF. I'm 63.1% so today. If I rock, I'm saying he's going to complete a better percentage than that. Correct. Yeah, that or better. I rock. Okay, so Pete, you're obviously You rolling. think it's better than that? Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's not that high. 63? Think about that. Right. Six out of ten. Yeah. Um, Javon Baker catches 3.7 today. I'm rocking on that one, too. I think you know Tech's going to do a good job in, in the running game, and they're going to have to throw, and uh, they're able to do that. All right. Um, R.J. Harvey, uh, long run, 12 and a half. I got to rock on this, too. Uh, he's explosive. I mean, I, I, you look at, look at last week. Tech did a great job against Devin Neal, but he still had that 60-yard sprint for a touchdown. So, All right. It's a, it's a lot easier when you just, you're yeah, automatically I'm taking the opposite. I'm thinking now I'm going to be down 22. <laughs> <laughs> you have All to just right. give me a beer truck. <laughs> see, what's really great, if, if, if you're taking the opposite, you ought to take the one. Yeah, see, he could actually throw you off here. Yeah. By not really making, but he doesn't work for ESPN. Not that trashy place in Connecticut, but the Extra Century Perception Network. He doesn't know. We're waiting to go see it. Game kicks off at four. This isn't predetermined, like other things in the world. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is he okay? I don't. I'm not real sure. I, I don't know. I feel very. Did, uh, did, can I have some? He did. Say I, he I'm getting. I'm getting. Medals. I'm getting Alex Jones vibes from Pete today. So. <laughs> well, um, U.S. UCF team turnovers, 2.3 today. Roll. I'm rocking. Okay. And finally, UCF quarterback will be sacked two and a half no, times. No, I, I'm, I'm rolling on that, unfortunately. Oh, wow. Okay. So, Pete, I guess we obviously know you're rocking yeah, on rocking. that. So, yeah. All right. Well, that was the easiest rock and roll segment we've ever had. All right. So, we taking one more break. Is that right? Are we... Oh. The Alpha Cup is up for grabs again this year with Sean in the lead, 4-3 to three over Pete. Jeff and Jared are trying for their first win ever. Time for the Red Raider Outfitter Rockin' Predictions. Most embarrassing okay. part of this show, you two have never won, in, now in the eighth year. The most embarrassing part of the show is your record. <laughs> oh, I'm a three-time champ. Why are you bringing up old stuff? Well, I'm talking about this you year. You ain't got nothing. This, this but, but year, you're 67 you're and 48. You're 12 games back. I understand Jeff it's a bad year. I have, you're I losing take, in every, every I didn't take it serious. I didn't take it serious. Sean, you're still the who, who rock. Who beat so. everybody? Okay. <laughs> this. All right, let's go. Uh, let's go. Okay, we're going to start with, uh, well, we've already, what are we doing? Kansas Which State. One's we? It says four air. No, I don't see that. Oh, that one. Okay, yeah, there you go. Sorry, I had to look over the show notes before the show. Sunflower State game. Um, all right, yeah. This hey, this is gonna be a good game to watch tonight, though. I love these rivalry games like this. Number twenty-one, Kansas State, plus fourteen at number oh, twenty-five, Kansas. Yeah, so it's Wait, plus. Wait, Kansas one. State's getting fourteen. Fourteen. We see that's really surprising. No, no, to me. Kansas State's getting fourteen or giving. <laughs> There's no way Kansas so State's Kansas getting plus fourteen. 14. <laughs> Well, I'll take Kansas State. According to his sources. Oh, no. I'm, really I'm taking Kansas State. There's no way. There's no way they're getting two touchdowns. Sort. According to my sources, you're still in last place, Pete. Oh. I understand. Oh. All right. The next game, uh, number seven. I got Kansas State. Too. Oh, okay. I thought you said Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Number seven, Texas at Iowa State plus getting 10. Getting 10? They're getting 10 at I, home? I'm taking Iowa State. Yeah, I'm going sure. Iowa State, too. Iowa State. I was, I was going to take Iowa State straight up on that game anyway. I making up these numbers. Yeah, no, it seems like it, doesn't it? It's not Vegas. It's Sean. No, I think Texas should be on upset alert because I think that's gonna be, that could be yeah. potentially a very, very tough game for them Ooh, tonight. That's another good one. Next number Number five, Washington at number 11, Oregon State. Yeah, this is a good one, man. At Oregon State, this could be interesting. I'm going to take Oregon State. Is that a night game? 
Yes. Yeah, I, I'm going to take the Beaver. I, and I like Washington. I mean, but they're going to have to earn it with this, this one tonight. What did you take, Sean? I'm taking Oregon State. I'll go Washington. Yeah. Yeah, I know. This is a tough one. I uh, I mean, I love Beavers as much as the next guy. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, well, Oregon State Beavers, right? Yeah, that's correct. I think I will take Washington, though. Okay. Finally. That's funny. Uh, number six, Oregon at Arizona State, plus 28. Golly, Arizona State's lot. terrible. They are terrible. Um, I, I I'm going to take Oregon. I'm going to take Oregon as well. What are you doing, Sean? I'm going to take Arizona State points. I'll go Oregon then. I'm trying to give All you guys right. a chance of coming back and yeah. actually win. Oh, That's thank so you. Nice. Oh, thank you. So, so gracious. Thank you. Nobody believes that. 12, You're the gift 12, that keeps on giving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 12 games back. Yeah. All right, so um, that's uh, that's predictions. Okay, so we take a break. We come back with our predictions and final thought, yeah. thoughts for uh, today's game coming up at four with Tech and UCF. Rasside Red Raider Outfitter. We're across from the Jones. It is the Red Raider Outfitter rocking pregame on Rock One Hundred One Point One. Time for the final word. All right, just uh, score predictions for today's game. Texas Tech against UCF kicking off around four today. The game's on FS2 if you're not able to make it out here, but uh, hopefully you are. So it's the last, uh, home, last home game of the season already. Unbelievable. All right, uh, my score prediction, I you know, earlier in the week I was, I was going to go UCF, but I started considering some things. Senior day, it's a big road trip for UCF to come all the way out to Lubbock. They're coming off an emotional big-time win against OSU for them, and to do that two weeks in a row, so I don't know, I kind of change it up. I'm going to go Tech today by a touchdown, 35-28. to 28. Yeah, I, I mean, 24 seniors today. Uh, these guys want to get bowl eligible. You don't want to wait and try to do it on Black Friday in Austin. Uh, I, I think they get it done tonight. I think there's a lot on the line. These guys are close. I got 34-24 Texas Tech. I'm super pumped up. I think, right. I think there's two evenly matched teams, two highly motivated teams looking to get bowl eligible. I think it, it's important to this group of this team, this Texas Tech team, that's one thing they've showed us the last three-plus seasons is that it matters to them. So for that reason and the fact they're playing at home, I think Texas Tech edges UCF in what could be an instant classic, 27-24. Uh, Sean, what do you got? What's your score prediction? 38-35, Red Raiders. So we all got Red Raiders. All wow. right. Well, this has uh, been a fun show today. Thanks for uh, checking it out. We'll get across the street, get over to the game, again, 4 o'clock kickoff. FS2 if you're not able to make it out tonight. Weather pretty good. Good football weather. Uh, so, yeah. just, uh, you know, probably need a jacket or a coat or something. It will get a little cool when that sun, sun goes down. Uh, this has been the Red Raider Outfitter rocking pregame across from the Jones. Red Raider Outfitter right here. Rock 101.1. This has been a presentation of Rock 101.1 Sports and Alpha Media USA.